I did have a question for you regarding uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So that series Mm -hmm. just kept getting wilder and wilder, like most of these do after they get past at least four four uh, almost episodes. Yeah. So was Freddy better when he was kind of a fucked up, like more of just like a fucked up kind of cursed person, rather than when they went the full on like dream lord demony thing that they got to later on when they got to like the what was it dream warriors was when they started getting into that stuff so i think dream warriors was kind of the peak yeah of freddy that was i think one and three are kind of hand in hand i think um both written by wes craven so yeah. there's that yeah, yeah. aspect to it but um I think personally, I like Freddy when he was more just scary. Mm-hmm. Like when he was the first one, he was a scary dude. Even the second one, people may not like that second movie, but he was still terrifying. Yeah. The third one, he was terrifying, but he started to develop personality. That's on the jokes. Still, yeah. A bit more of the jokes, a like, little, little bit less just straight killing. Yeah, like welcome to prime time, bitch. Let's mm. get high. Um, That's where's the right. bourbon, bitch? Okay, you know. so I think I've seen three, probably more than the rest of them. And I'm only catching this shit in bits and pieces, the Sunday afternoon movie mm. kind of stuff. I never sat down to actively watch A Nightmare on Elm Street. So sometimes I don't even know which one I'm watching, unless there's a Nancy involved, in which case, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. I think I know where I'm at. So I don't yeah. even remember which which one is it two that ends with him grabbing the mom and pulling her through the window of the front door is that one um that's the first one okay so that's the one and then it shows the bus driving off that picks up at the beginning of two right correct okay okay so i have seen the so i have seen enough of them but that this to the point where like i don't know which one's which anymore except for when uh when the girl gets killed in the bed i think she was the first kill right like they just got done fucking yes. and then he drags her to the ceiling and it was all over the place and uh-huh. all that shit. And then what was it? John, is it Johnny Depp? The one who got pulled into the bed and then it becomes the geyser yes. of blood. Yeah. So, I mean like that was uh-huh. ridiculous, but I've seen that shit at bare minimum. Yeah. I saw it in clips or once again, whichever edited version that they put on UPN in the middle of the afternoon on a Sunday, you know? So. Yeah, it seems like a fun movie to put on a, on a Sunday afternoon. I know, but uh, right? I mean, they killed, they cut the nudity, and if there's any cussing and most of the direct violence that you could see on screen, um, but you still see blood everywhere. But oh no, if you actually see the slash, that's the bad part, right? Well, because I even saw, yeah. um, uh, uh, well, it's Freddy's dead and Jason goes to hell. So I saw the tail end of Jason goes to hell in the same way. So I'm like. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the fuck I'm watching. Like literally it's like that at the end where they're like all up underneath the building and all that kind of shit. And then like the demon thing comes out of Jason's body and I think it goes into his mom's yeah. dead corpse and reanimates that kind of shit. Yes. It's like, yeah, the fact that the fact that I remember that shit and I've only seen it once, like no joke. I saw that once and I remember it to that level of detail as a kid. <laughs> It, it it had an impact, obviously. Well, it's like, what it's the weird. fuck is this? It's like, well, because if you start at the beginning, like it, at least where where Jason actually comes in for the first time, not all the shit that happens in the first movie, it's like 
how do we get from that to there? And that's like that point is just like how the hell, like at what point, where's the to- turning point from just kind of horror, horror slasher to horror comedy versus the other part? He's like, there's steps. There's got to be steps Ooh. in there. That's an interesting point. I'm actually doing my horror comedy episode tomorrow. And I didn't even think to connect that dot either. You know, just like when did, you know, those movies Mm -hmm. turn from straight horror to horror comedy? Because, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and Child's Play specifically kind of went that direction. Yes. Friday the 13th slips there a little bit from time to time. Um, In 89... That's where you would see this trope in horror movies where you would have, you know, the serious tone, but you always had your goofy characters. And Halloween 5 did this specifically with the two cops. Okay. And it always felt like when they come onto the scene, there's like goofy music that kind of, you know, precedes them. And it's like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. But then you saw it also in Friday the 13th. Uh, I can't remember which one dropped in 89. But it felt like Friday the 13th kind of had this similar thing. And I just I took it as this is a sign of the times. You know, you have to have your horror cut with a little bit of comedy, you know, but bring back the horror to let you know still that you're in a horror movie. And it, I, I wasn't a fan of that kind of shit. It was like, hey, look, 89 man. was eight. That's Jason takes Manhattan where he teleports on the boat. OK. OK. Yeah, yeah. that's. For sure, the one where it's like you motherfuckers literally jumped a shark. Yeah, like, and, and New New York Harbor as well. <laughs> he literally just like, disappears and reappears somewhere else. But I mean, that's bad like, editing. The but they didn't fuck? bother to try to fix it. But no, I no. think didn't they sort of tried to go back to the original kind of idea with that one where he's just sort of slowly following them and killing them off. But then it just got dumb. Yeah. And I know this thanks yeah. to hack hack the movies. I learned a lot of things from hack the movies when it comes to horror stuff. Um, not not just so you like horror where you can find Dante twice a month question mark uh, except for October where it's every week. Yeah. Um, and where you'll find me sometime later this year uh, after we do a couple of episodes. When that happens, we got some some things in the works. Yes, so it was just slowly sliding into promo work there, guys. Welcome back to the first Now You Made It Awkward podcast of 2024. Sorry, it was a long break post Christmas, and then basically January has been super chaos uh, when it comes to work, work and home life. And like today, it was just it, it I'll give you an idea of how crazy my day was. Just today, I woke up. Did breakfast with the wifey, got her off to work, watched the latest episode, uh, or I'm sorry, the last episode of the new He-Man, you know, Masters of the Universe Revolution. Watched that real quick because I just, I left off at the last episode. I was like, okay, let's see how this shit ends. By the way, could have just been a movie. If it's five episodes, just make a fucking movie. That's literally the length of a fucking movie. Just do it. So I, I, did, all, I did all that, and then I came in here to the Shoki Cave for anybody who doesn't see me pointing at my desk uh, <laughs> and edited the behind the review vlog for my DX9 Menasaur reviews. I edited all of the reviews together, had time to break off at 11 to go to my chiropractor, 
came home, finished the last few things, realized I had a fuck up where I missed some footage. That's always fun when you realize you've already output something and uploaded it and you're like, oh, I'm missing like 10 minutes of footage. So <laughs> I deleted it and re-uploaded it. And then after that, uh, just had a time to just watch uh, a whole bunch of a whole bunch more of the reactions to the number one rap song in America right now, which uh, Dante, congratulations. We now live in a world where Ben Shapiro is the number one rap artist in America. Mm, okay. He's on. So he's legitimately on a track with Tom McDonald. It, I heard it. It's actually, I like the song. I'm going to be honest. And I don't like Tom's stuff usually, not because the songs are bad, but I just don't like his style that much. Um, I like his message, not his style, but I had to watch this for the meme. Like this, this was a for the meme situation. Um, but this is the world we live in where uh, Taylor Swift, I think, is going to the Super Bowl, question mark. And Ben Shapiro <laughs> is a number one rap artist above Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Uh, the Stallion. Um, uh, except if you look on YouTube where they're clearly fudging something because how someone is trending number one when they have less numbers than number two doesn't make any sense. But, you know, <sighs> not a conspiracy. Not, not a conspiracy. I would also like to congratulate Taylor Swift on being the most successful NFL player this year. She is 100% the MVP of the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. And, and so hated for it. it it's funny because I don't like initially when, the, you know, the season started and, you know, the whole Taylor Swift thing was there. I was like, OK, I I knew who Taylor Swift was. Obviously, we went through this before. because I was like, I got to listen to this chick's music. I got to understand. Yeah. It's like, OK, I get it. I get it. I understand it now. But it's funny that here we are going into the Super Bowl. And it, it, it's a thing now where people are angry. You know, I, yeah. you know, from time to time I check in on Facebook and I, I see people, uh, you know, putting up posts that, you know, they're going to stop watching football because of all the Taylor Swift stuff. And it's like, yeah. well, were you ever really a fan? Were you a fan of your team? Were you a fan of the sport or were you just posturing? Like, like shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's like, it's so what? I mean, <laughs> like, let it how, be. How many, how many football players have famous wives? I mean, this is just a girlfriend, but like. It, it, what was it? Uh, fucking Brady was was married to Giselle for fucking however long, ten years, fifteen years, and yeah. it was never a big deal if she was at a game, if she was at a game. But she also wasn't like a fucking thirty something, yeah. a thirty something top of the fucking charts pop star. She was just, I mean, a supermodel for like ever. But it's like, yeah. What is like, why are you mad? Because I guess they're mad because they're cutting away a lot to her in the stands. I'm like, but it's kind of funny to see her reaction to shit because she's literally become like the the football girlfriend. And it's kind of funny, like, because that's high school shit, but it's happening in real life to 30 something year old famous people. Well, it's funny because it's like, you know, they'll cut to see a reaction and and that's fine. You know, it's fine, whatever. Um, you know, the whole thing with Tom Brady's uh, wife, Giselle, or ex-wife, Giselle. I mean, I think the thing, too, is, like, she was a model, but it wasn't like... Because I'm going to be honest, you know, I was aware he was he was married to her. I didn't know who the fuck she was. I just really started seeing, like, who she was after the divorce because she started dating a jiu-jitsu black belt. I was like, yeah. oh, shit, she's pretty. 
dude, she's still hot. I mean, like, it's yeah. like after all those years, you know, getting pounded by Brady, she's still hot as fuck. So she moved yeah, to somebody like, who well, hits people harder now. Um, yeah, she's like, oh, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, in, in the jujitsu community, she's got her purple belt now. And of course, everybody in the jujitsu community. She's got a purple belt? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I think she's been training what two years, three years, since or something the divorce. Like that, so she's been tra- yeah. she's been training since the divorce. Oh. She worried that Brady's going to come after her or something. She's got to defend no, herself. No, I think she started training before, but it, I don't think it was like full. You know, it was like kind of. We were aware. Wait, what did, but is that how they got happened. connected? Like she was training. Oh. Yeah, we got yeah. some behind the scenes More stuff likely. happening, maybe. That's usually how that happens, though, in, in jiu-jitsu. It's like, oh, sure, I'll be your coach, and then I'll also be your partner, and then yeah. I'll be your spouse. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like, you know, from time to time, they would, you know, show her in the press box, and like, okay, there's Tom Brady's wife. Yeah. But, you know, that was then, this is now where, you know, again, Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. She's, like, one of the biggest people, you know, in on the planet. entertainment, period, yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's understandable it, to a degree. And, you know, then you have the whole uh, uh, the one guy from the Packers. He's dating the gymnast, and everybody's like, "Well, why don't we blow that up?" And it's like, uh, I mean, yes, she she is you know a famous person too, but but, but does she have a I, Billboard I Top One Hundred? <laughs> no, yeah, then we know, don't I, care. I mean, she, you know, she's got a bunch of gold medals well, and shit. She needs to get that, better at memeing. That's all it is. She needs but, to get better yeah, at memeing. Like I don't think Taylor's memeing though. No, I think she's not. She has become the meme and embraced it, with the exception of the um, sexy, the sexy time AI memes that have been posted. But, but I don't. know. I, I just think the thing is with Taylor Swift is like everybody's getting butt hurt about it. It's like, why? Why are you upset? <laughs> why are you mad about it? You know, like I said initially, I was kind of annoyed. Her. Just and and it's only, I was only annoyed week one because they were playing the Lions and I'm watching the game. And I was like. Hey, so there's a game going on, and after that, I was just like, "Who cares now? Yeah. Who cares?" Yeah. Like, but the world, like, I, I want to understand why do we get fixated as as people on the negativity? You know, mm. I mean, I know our media kind of pushes us in that direction for sure, but oh, yeah. even without the media doing that, I see people just kind of gravitating towards the negativity without being pushed that way is just like unnecessary. I, th- I think, well, okay, well, let's, let's dive into this a bit. That's a good, that's a pretty good thing that should be discussed because it is a fucking problem though. Like, it, mm-hmm. like, like let's say Marvel, Marvel movies right now. Nobody fucking wants to see Marvel. Nobody fucking wants anything to do with any new Marvel, anything. The second we hear that something's coming out, the immediate reaction Used to be, oh, can't wait. This is going to be great. Now it's, fuck them. This is going to be stupid. It's going to be woke garbage. Disney's a piece of shit, whatever. And then, well, they don't know how to make a movie anymore. So whatever. It's like, okay. So they also didn't know how to make a movie before Iron Man came out. And, you know, we're going to excuse Hulk for about five seconds. But, you know. But the point is now, it's like nobody's like willing to go, well, let's give it a chance at bare minimum. Now it's just automatic shit assumption and be angry about it because and I, and actually I'll give you I'll give you a good reason why uh, this hatred online has proliferated and it's Facebook and Twitter algorithms 
because yeah. the it, it and this the study has been done where they looked at it and went, okay, so we put all this positive stuff out there. Okay, so hundred year old veteran reunites with his long lost brother, gets ten thousand ten thousand clicks in the first you know hour and a half, and then it slopes off as it goes. But then it makes rounds. Okay. Post about someone who hates that guy goes up with big, bold letters. Fuck that guy. He, he killed my dad back in the day. Now that no negative, very hateful post gets 40,000 clicks in the first hour and a half. So the algorithm goes, well, that's more. Let's put out more stuff like that. So it starts hunting down and promoting negative things because negative things get more attention get more reaction more interaction you know you're not just getting a like or a dislike on it you're getting comments you're getting comment chains constantly especially on facebook and then it just turns into this fucking machine of negativity and then it just goes outward from there because we're all eternally locked to our little black mirrors here in our pocket so i get that yes. I, I absolutely get all of that yeah I'm talking about in in real life now when I'm like with people. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And it's not even like if we're talking about any of the of the divisive, you know, topics, like mm -hmm. whether it be Marvel or whether it be politics or anything, it, it, it can be, you know, as simple as I mean, shit, in the jujitsu community, like when we're in the actual gym, when you know, we'll be talking about, you know, something that bears no reason for negativity, whether it be, hey, do you prefer gi versus no gi? And it's like, and, and it's a simple answer, yeah. gi or yi. But then it turns into, <laughs> you know, I like no gi because, you know, fuck gi. And, you know, then it's all the negative reasons to not like yeah. gi. And it's like, dog. <laughs> like, because it's, you, it, because you, everything is now about sides. It's like, it could, it used to yeah. just be, you liked what you like and who gives a fuck. Or you give mm -hmm. somebody a light ribbing because of it, and you'd be like, "Oh, I bet you like no gi and want to fucking butt fuck somebody naked over there on the mat, don't you?" You know, you just fuck yeah, with you them. Go, you want to go north south with them? Yeah, like, exactly. You have all their balls in your mouth. <laughs> all of them. Uh, you know, <laughs> but it's just like it. And you're right. Like we we used to play at negativity. Like it was like you just talk shit. Like there was just talking shit, and it was understood. And now it turns yeah. into like legit almost hatred of the simplest bullshit yeah. of life. You know, it's fucking nuts. And it, and I think it started in the internet and it has prolifer yeah. proliferated through the internet. But then I think three years of isolation and fear of your, the com of your fellow man, whether that's, they're going to infect you and you might die or they're red, you're blue, you know, or they're Biden, you're Trump, and then that just trickles down to every little thing now. And it's like hard lines when we used to all just sort of be a big blur, a lot of overlap, you know. It's like now it's like, no, you have to push them out. It's like because it couldn't possibly be cool to just bring them in and talk at them. You don't have to change their mind, but you can talk to those people. And I think that's where that's one thing that has has been sort of broken now. It's like when somebody is different to you, you feel like you have to make them comply with your views, whatever that might be. And if they don't, you hate them instead of, 
instead of just saying, okay, cool. We'll talk about something else, you know? And they, go ahead. I, I always take it back even further. Like the internet is where it kind of really, really started to grow mm-hmm. for fuck's sake. Like, sorry. I'm, I'm like, hey, you're I fine. You're I'm buzzing. Yep. Fucking record. And my wife's like, text me like, I'm going to get Chick-fil-A. You, you want, like, you know what the fuck, like, like, you know what the fuck I want. Just get it. Tell her I want a dozen. I want a dozen nuggets. Like, like what are we on a school paper? With all the fucking questions. Relax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, but the, you know, we, the internet is kind of where you know it all started to really, really pick up its traction. Um, I, and I'm sure it goes even further and further back. I do kind of put a lot of blame, ironically enough, and just weirdly enough, on MTV's The Real World. Mm. You look at season one, and it was a fun experiment. Season one just had seven strangers living in in a loft in New York. Mm -hmm. And the episodes that picked up the most traction was when Kevin, the angry black man, argued with Becky, Julie, or Eric, (laughs) the three white kids. Um, And I think he argued with Norm, the the gay dude. You know I think way too much about season one of the real world. Because I like, I love that season because it was when it came out in '92. So I think I might have been in eighth grade or something like that. So it was during that time where like all the older kids were kind of molding to that, and I'm trying to understand the older kids. Mm. And as I'm like getting the understanding and watching the show, it's like I don't want to be that. That shit's dumb. But it, it wasn't dumb, but it was dumb to me as a, as a kid coming from Flint, Michigan to Newark, Delaware to Columbia, Maryland. Yeah. So and, and that's what I was seeing here. Um, but all, all the episodes that took in the most uh, like ratings, it seems like, were when there are arguments, specifically yeah. the angry black man with anyone in the apartment. Yeah. The only one he didn't argue with was the, uh, the one white dude in the rock band. He was just like that dude was like, uh, like. He was like super go with the flow. He's he, like, he had nothing you, to say. You do you, bud. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second season, you kind of get a similar vibe. It was pretty like everybody got along. And then there was one character. He got booted out of the house. But that was like the most popular episode. You know, again, we're flocking towards the negativity. Yep. And, and then this becomes kind of a thing. Now you get to the third season where you get Puck. And I, I know he, of Puck. I mean, like that's the name that stands that, out. That name has. Yeah, world. Exactly. Yeah. And and then it it just kind of became this uh thing where you started seeing people in in real life being the well I'm going to be the do anything guy and yeah. you're going to know I'm here. I'm going to stick my finger in the peanut butter. Like yeah, my hands are dirty. Uh, you know, mm. or and then you go to your next season, your next season, then eventually we get to a point where the internet is now it's a, a moving thing and reality TV is a is like Survivor hits the air in what 99 or something yeah, or 2000. I, I was going to bring up Survivor with Richard Hatch. He was the he was another yes. one. I I just looked it up while we were while we were talking. You got there anyways. And I you're you're oh. right though. You cuz you, as you're bringing it up, I'm like yeah, I mean, like any anything that's gonna breed a tiny bit of controversy. Back then, controversy kind of meant something a little bit different um, compared to now. Now, every fucking little thing's a controversy. Um, yeah, but back then we were bored because if we weren't, we we couldn't go outside and ride our bike this time, you know. So we had to watch TV today. Uh, so 
you know, you see whatever it is on, on MTV. I didn't have MTV growing up, um, unfortunately. So, uh, like, I didn't cry to get it. Huh? You cried to I get cried it? I cried in my first one. I ended up getting us cable. I was yeah. like, please, I need Nickelodeon. Yeah, we, we didn't have cable growing up. Like, of all the, my parents were anti-cable after, or even satellite, due to the, some of the shit they went through in the, in the uh, early 80s when cable was becoming a thing. So they said, no more cable. So I grew up on basic television, fucking six channels, you know, three or four lower and two higher, you know. That builds character. It does. It does. When, not, you know, when you got to hunt down the fucking channels and then move the rabbit ears to fucking make sure you can get fucking uh, whatever the WB was way back when, when I think it was mostly unaffiliated stuff. Yeah. Um, it was channel 39 here. But um, uh, I don't know what I think here. Like, it, there, you're right, though. There was, And I'm sure at some point, let's go back even further. If you go back further into TV, controversial TV episodes that I'm sure people had, you know, big reactions to, you know, who shot Jr. and all that shit from fucking Dallas. Anything like that was probably they had people who were on whichever fucking side, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure Melrose Place, which eventually just completely became nothing but controversy week to week, was yeah. Uh, that- that was my jam. Yep. No, I liked Melrose Place, but I had Fox, so I could watch that shit. I shouldn't have been watching that shit, but I definitely was. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but because uh, after I got my own TV, it didn't matter. I mean, it's not like it's porn, but they were definitely having adult situations. Um, <laughs> it's like every, they, they found a reason every week for somebody yeah. just like, oh, let's make out and start removing clothes and then cut scene. Yeah. It's like I was almost there. <laughs> commercial break um uh damn so i mean i could even you could probably reach back to when ellen came out on tv you know in the middle of her show i'm sure there were plenty of people who were up in arms or you know putting arms out you know whatever and not like it would be i mean today it doesn't matter as much but back then it was a big fucking deal when ellen came out but yeah the idea i thought that, that she was gay before she came out so when it happened i was like what's the big fucking deal didn't we all know that and like, oh, you didn't know? That? I guess it was, it, it was more a matter of, yeah, we kind of assumed. So I don't think just I, in case I didn't know. you were confused. Yeah, I like, didn't know or care. You know, I still don't. Yeah, care. I mean, I saw her do stand up <laughs> once, and I just looked and I was like, that looks like the kind of chick that probably likes to get knuckled down by other chicks. And I was right. <laughs> I didn't know knuckling down was a thing back then. I didn't know and what I gay. I didn't. Assumed- I didn't know what gay women did to each other other than possibly kiss. <laughs> I was a I, sweet I also innocent the child. Same thing about George Michael. So when he <laughs> came out, I was like, "Dude, come on!" Wait, you why? Guys that should not have been. A, yeah, no, that wasn't. Yeah, a surprise. come on, come on, dude. It's that, like you can't flagrant. look at that dude and say he's not gay. And, and I'm a big George Michael fan, but I was like, oh, "That dude's gay as shit." Yeah, but yeah. I love his music. Yeah, but back then, even if it was a controversy, it wasn't like you didn't feed off the negativity. The negativity was yeah. shouted down back then. It was just like, fuck you, be a nicer person. And then they just disappear into the darkness. Now the negativity is amplified in every way, shape, or form. And I think, yeah, they do think you're kind of correct that at least in the zeitgeist, reality TV is one is really, I don't want to say responsible, but definitely a part of it um, because it gamifies hatred. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like your shows, you know, on reality TV, especially if there was 
like the drama is what you tune in for when it was like you yeah. know again Melrose yes. Place 90210 it was scripted it was written out and granted a lot of reality TV is scripted to some degree whether it be like with the real world you know in the early days they kind of talked about this with the real world and Survivor where they you know they might see a shot or something and they're like hey we gotta reshoot that because like that would have been perfect for you know what we're doing or with the real world specifically when they had the confessionals it wasn't just them oh, sitting yeah. in front of the camera there were you know producers asking them questions to guide them and and kind of lead them like don't you think that you know Becky's being kind of a bitch it's like you know she is kind of a bitch and and you know they they don't give you the the interviewer asking the question you just see yeah Be- Becky's kind of a bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know and but you know, those things because we perceive them as real. And also we started getting this thing. We're like, Oh, anybody could be on these shows. Anybody could become a reality star. So then we entered the internet age and YouTube where people can now start putting their own videos up there and start getting their own attention for doing negative things. And, and it just continues to snowball to the point that we're at right now where, I mean, and then you get your legacy media where you get CNNs, Fox News, MSNBCs, and all they put is negative news up. Whereas when you're watching the local news, like when COVID shut us down, like in the first two weeks, Sarah and I would sit up on Sunday night, watch um, a show on uh, NBC. And then we just sat here and then the local news came on. It was all pretty positive stuff. Yeah. And we're like, holy shit, I've, I haven't seen positive news in so long. Yeah. And then you go to like CNN, Fox News, and uh, MSNBC, which, I mean, it's arg- arguable whether those are really news or, you know, entertainment. But either way it goes, a lot of folks perceive it's them as news. Infotainment, yeah. Yeah. And and all you would get from them is negativity. Yeah. And that's now what we're well, built on. And people commenting on social media yeah. play the same game now. I can so, get attention. Exactly. It's all about attention, being attention seeking whores. And it's and it's gamified now because of Facebook, the like button and well, even yeah. YouTube, the like button gamifies it. But if you go you know, uh-huh. speaking on that, like Brian Stelter literally had a show yelling about other people's shows on CNN and they called it news. That's all he did. He just yelled about Alex Jones and other people. That's all he did. And, that's, <sighs> and, and they said, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Not only was he not good at his job, but it was still, it was, he was, either way, not going to go too deep into it. Just, I hate Brian Stelter so much. But either way, um, as on a personal level, I just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, this dude just looks like a fucking pedophile and is ridiculous. I hate it. Sorry. But no. what I was getting at was when you were going off on the, because you, you had your, your uh, reality shows you watched. I remember the season. I can't remember exactly which season it was. I was trying to find it. America's Next Top Model, where mm-hmm. this one chick went in to deliberately be the bitch, and she was like, yeah. "Fuck!" And she said to the cameras, "You know, once again, you mentioned the confessionals. You know, once they started doing that, and people, and however real or fake this shit might have been, you know, mostly fake, if I had to guess. But like, she literally went in yeah. there and like, she. I remember she took someone's stuff and like." rubbed it all on her fucking crotch after she just got out of the fucking gym. Like, she's like, fuck you, and just start rubbing somebody's stuff on her fucking nasty pussy and throw it back at him. And, like, she was just a bitch the whole time. I mean, like, she was an attractive girl, but she was a bitch, and I think, I could be wrong, that might have been the season that we get the Tyra yelling meme. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it was that season. I could be wrong, because that's what I was looking up. Is like, was it that girl? And I don't remember now. 
But yeah, uh, they, you know, you have uh, there was a period there in those early two thousands where every out every reality show mm-hmm. had the one character that came on, and and it could yeah. be that the producers were picking the specific and, person to be the troublemaker. And it was post. It was post Richard Hatch. That's what yes. it was. They mm-hmm. saw they saw what happened on Survivor, and then everyone did it. And then the problem was most of the cast end up becoming that. And then you get like two or three normal people who end up crying every fucking episode because everyone is so fucking mean to them. And they're like the the second or third person to go home. And then you get down to one really shitty person, one really good person. And then like that divides everyone at the end. Right. You know, it's literally gamifying our emotions via TV. It's just fucking stupid, especially when we can vote. When they start giving people mm-hmm. to vote, American Idol, same fucking thing. I mean, yep. Simon Cowell being the dickhead most of the time. You know, that we yeah. we rewarded with money or other things just being an asshole to other people, even if it's completely unjustified, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, you get like Hell's Kitchen with uh, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. And just- it's berating people. And, yeah. you know, people tune in for this. It's like, oh, I wanted to see how, how bad how he he's going to be. I was like... Yeah. Like Jesus Christ! Like, what's wrong with you that that's what you want to see yeah. on a on a weekly basis? Somebody getting broken down, yeah. or you know, you you look at, um, I mean, kind of going back to social media with it. I mean, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, yep. YouTube. You know, you get paid on these platforms now. Yep. And I know for me, I mean, you've seen J Wiki. Yeah. You know, the, the content I put up, I'll put up a funny meme. Sometimes it can get a little eh, but I try to steer away from anything that's going to draw hate yeah. or, or, you know, bickering. Um, and I'll do the technique and I try to put up a positive, you know, something, you know, positive on that third yeah. post. Yeah. And, the funny thing is, no matter how positive you try to be, you're going to get people that's going to come in. Like, if I try to put up something that's anti-suicide, you get people coming in, well, like, well, why shouldn't they try to kill themselves? Like, w- like, why do you care? And it's like, like, what? And, and then you're <laughs> like, like, slow down, Trudeau. <laughs> it's like, son, like, yeah. like, do, do you, and I've had people actually hit me in the comments, you know, saying, look, man, I'm going through a rough time. I'm like, I'll send them a DM and, you know, you get the yeah. positive interaction there with, you know, myself and this person. And, and it was like, okay, th- this is why it's here mm-hmm. for someone that, you know, may need to know, Hey, I need an ear. But meanwhile, in the comments, you get people, you know, and you know, that's where you have your trolls now. Yeah. You know, they're just like, well, I'm just going to post something to be a dick. And more often than not, I delete those comments. Sometimes I'll leave them because I'll let Let other people people deal with it. Yeah. But, you know, then there are other people. They want those type of comments because it's uh, engagement, which now is going to be money coming into your social media pocket. And it's like, which is it's just so goofy but it is like you said it's gamifying and monetizing it now yeah and it reinforces negative behavior which if we've all seen fucking super nanny you're not supposed to fucking Uh do so it's like and this is it's like good reality show super nanny however fake it might have been is like it's like you want to watch you really want to watch some very positive kind of reality tv show go watch uh marie kondo like the one where she fucking the little asian lady who cleans people's houses yeah yeah Great fucking wholesome ass show. It's like probably fake as fuck, but she seems super nice, and people end up with a clean house at the end. But there's like, um, oh go ahead. I'm no, sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. 
um, I was on, I was scrolling through Peacock a couple months back mm -hmm. and I saw a reality show. And as a football fan, Detroit Lions fan specifically, mm -hmm. you know, it stuck out to me because it was uh, the former quarterback for the Lions in the 90s, Rodney Peets. Okay. And it was called Meet the Peets. And he's married to Holly Robinson. Yes. From, uh, yeah. I remember, the, I remember this. I remember this show. It was on for and, four or five seasons, maybe more. Yeah. It was like, on for I didn't a while. That. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it for a while. But I also, whenever she would go do stuff, they would say star of Meet the Peets or whatever. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's like, the what now? It's like, oh, you mean star of Hang In With Mr. Cooper? No, no, no. We're forgetting yeah. about that. <laughs> like, How dare Jump you? Jump Street, Hang With Mr. Cooper? Like, How come on, son. Like, like yeah. she's got other names. You know, she's done other things. But, you know, I... I, I you know, I'm watching like the reruns of this and watching. It was like it was super positive. I was like, dude, this yeah. is I watched like, I watched it. Pretty good show. Yeah, I actually did watch that show. That's something that again, and I mean, again, it had you know what you know three, four, five seasons or something like that. So that's oh no, it really didn't. It only had show. two. It had two. We're over. It only had two. Yeah, I thought it had three at least. It's only got like, two. Okay, unless they renamed but, it at I some mean, point. Mm, and it was I, on. Like, it was I, on I USA. Think about that. That was on USA Network. That's wild. Like, I, I, yeah, I you think that, that that was. You think that that's well, the, no, like w, whitest, w, the w, second w. whitest network on the channel. Um, like, the, the funny thing is, though, again, you see this show, it's pretty positive, yeah. and it's like two seasons, and that, that, that sucks. Meanwhile, the Kardashians. I mean, the Kardashians, that's a whole different argument they, of what's, no, you know, it's, what's, it's the, the same what's thing. going on there. It's the same fucking bullshit. It's, it's literally everybody watches for the controversy. Everyone watches for the arguments. Nobody cares when Kim starts a new fucking clothing line. Nobody cares when Chris comes out of therapy. Okay. No, they want to see the fucking <laughs> fights. They want to see people getting fucking shit faced and doing stupid shit. It's what, it was just the Jersey Shore, but they were actually related. And there was had, more uh, plastic surgery. Everybody, his wife and and uh, her sister were doing like a short Instagram, uh, I guess, IGTV uh -huh. uh, thing. It was like maybe, uh, it might have been 10 minutes if even. Uh, but, you know, they, they were, they're big fans of the Kardashians. And, you know, when I would promote their, their show uh, through BJJ Wiki and stuff. Yeah. And... It's funny because, you know, as you're like listening to the episodes, because I would listen just to be supportive. And I'm like, dude, they're talking a lot about the Kardashians. Like a lot. And, and I didn't want to not, you know, promote them and share and everything. But mm -hmm. like, they're got, fortunately, they stopped doing it. Because there was a point where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. But I also don't want to be, because I try to be as supportive as I can to all my friends. If you're doing something, let me know. I will shout it out. I will promote it where I can. Uh, sometimes I'm backed up and I forget, but I will shout people out, but their show, I was just like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore because like, I don't think the folks that follow BJJ wiki fucks with any of this. I mean, they're a pretty young ladies. So, I mean, they fucks with that, but yeah. well, <laughs> the, young. the second you start, yeah, I mean, I mean two of them. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's two of them that, you know, they're cute and it's like, okay, this is cool. Fake. And then it's like. As soon as they start talking about the Kardashians, it's like, okay, we're gonna go ahead and tune out. But that, that's another thing, though. It's just like you you get people that are like, 
oh, well, we follow the Kardashians because of their fashion sense and this and that. And it's like, no, you follow it for the drama and you know it. You're bullshitting yourself yeah. saying you care about their fashion sense. Yeah. In reality, you care about the bullshit that they bring to the table. I just I just realized the term that I was looking for earlier that can outrage media. It's ah, really what it okay, turns yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. And it's in. And I hate to say this because it's, you know, because we make fun of Mike all the time in our, in our, what used to be our podcast chat. Now it's just some guy's chat. Um, <laughs> I still haven't had that hard, hard talk yet with the boys, but um, either it's way. A tough one. Yeah. I mean, like we talked to, we, well, if they listen to this, if they had listened to the last like eight episodes, they know their jobs are all on chopping, chopping block. <laughs> but it's like, it's like if they listened at all, they would know that they should be here either way. Oh, by the way, shout out! It's Ricky's birthday as we're as we're filming oh, this. Shit. It is Ricky's birthday today, the real birthday. I know. Yeah, yeah go ahead Sh- and text shoot him. a quick message, real quick. Yep. Uh, so, um, what was I thinking just now? Oh, uh, Mike over on the Comic Relief Crusader channel, he does a lot of the outrage stuff when it comes to nerd culture, and like I get it, but build on the positivity somewhere. It's like, I get the negativity definitely gets the views 100%, but that's probably why I'm a failure by most metrics on YouTube because I don't tend to buy into it. But also, I was told for most of my young adult life that I have a negative attitude about everything, and it's only been in the last few years, if that, that really I've started taking a more positive look at things because I realized how negative I had been, and I wasn't trying to actively gamify things or just being honest and if something sucks i say it mind you that's my opinion no matter what it might be but if it comes down to it you know we've had this discussion here on the show i think why like ricky and i literally are not allowed to talk about marvel anymore because he's in the hate marvel no matter what camp and i'm in the find everything positive about what i've been shown camp it's like if it sucks i'll say it sucks but i'll point out all the things that were good about it you know but i don't go in with the hatred anymore or, well, I never really did, but, like, uh, let's just say, for instance, right now, it's the unfortunate circumstance of where Doctor Who has gone as a series, you know, falling into modern-day progress- uh, progressivism. Um, but it's like, I gave it a chance during Christmas. I don't like the direction the show is going. But if I'm fair, I would give the new Doctor a chance. Like, because I gave the Christmas specials a chance. So if I'm fair enough, I'll just man up, suck it up regardless. And then if it gets to a point that it becomes unwatchable, I'll just fucking stop. That's you know, like I feel like that's the fair move rather than just staying on the news, focusing on, OK, people say it's going to be this way. All of a sudden, the other, I was like, OK, but people say a lot of shit and they say it as fast as they can to make sure they're the ones who get clicked on in the first hour, you know? And I'm just like, am I falling for the bullshit? Because I'm not playing into the bullshit, because otherwise I would make outrage media constantly just for clicks and views. But, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll pick on certain shows, like Grey's Anatomy. I mean, it is the worst thing. Jesus Christ, talk about dra- only drama and not no substance. Grey's Anatomy, for that exact reason. Same reason, but probably why I hate that is it, it's a, fic- a more fictional version of, like, the Kardashians or any of these other shows. It's already all fake and bullshit, anyways. It's like we we just needed a we just needed a, a show following Kanye day to day. It's like no script, no nothing. We just have him mic'd. 
and we just see what the fuck I'm, happens I'm to him. <laughs> it's like anybody just want to watch watch a just a Kanye vlog where he doesn't know he's being recorded and it's just his natural fucking self. It's either going to be incredibly un, like unwatchable and boring, or you'll you can't stop watching. One of the two. I was like, I don't think there's an in between with Kanye. I think he's he's a fascinating character, but I don't know if he will ever translate to a common person outside of the music. Yeah, it, it's hard to with Kanye. It's hard to kind of if you stay in the in the music bag, it's super insightful and interesting. Yeah. But then it's like if if you're the kind of person that's like I want to exploit this dude and and like let let's get him talking about some shit. Yeah. And, and then that's where we again go back to the outrage media. Yeah. And, and you know clicks and everything. I mean that that's what Joe Rogan became like early on before like like listen to Joe Rogan mm-hmm. uh, pre 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was a lot of like people based their articles on just listen to joe rogan and then trying to find something yeah well that's to, what, to like what happened to about. like what happened to elon musk they canceled elon yeah. musk for smoking weed on the joe rogan show i yeah, mean mind like, you it was oh. a fat blunt but you know and he not really smoked and he's like well i thought it was fine i'm in a safe space who gives a shit well, not only that i mean it's and like in california a fucking grown man <laughs> and <they're> in california <laughs> who cares right yeah you know but it i, I think you know, at the end of the day, we, you know, what's really ironic too, as you know, and I, I feel like we're being more so positive trying to get to the bottom of it, uh-huh. but from like an outside idiot's view, they will look at it like, like these dudes are bitching about why is everybody so negative and they're being negative. It's like, it's, I don't feel like we're being negative. I feel like we're trying we're, to get to the bottom. We're being negative to, about the negativity though. Like we're, yeah. it's like, we're the people, we're the people who are tired of it. Like we're, it's like, yeah. it's like, and, and like I said, as, as someone who was, admittedly very negative and had a shitty outlook on life because life fucking sucked you know it's not that i wasn't necessarily rude to people but i was definitely negative in almost every possible sense you know uh, so i'll put mm-hmm. it this way like I, I gave my i gave the speech at i was basically the best man at my best friend's wedding they didn't have anybody but i was like the de facto best man and i gave a speech you know like you do I almost called it a eulogy. I was like, I'm doing a eulogy to my friend's singlehood. Um, <laughs> I should have called it that. It would have been much better. Um, but it started out because I, I started out talking about uh, all the fun. Like originally, I opened it with um, a good, it's like a, a good friend or a friend is someone you call when you're in jail, when you need to get bailed out or you need to get a hold of somebody a best friend will be sitting there next to you in the jail cell talking about the fun shit you just did and i said well and then i went into when i first met allison i really didn't like her i didn't like anything about her i felt like she was trying to steal my friend from me and i may or may not have taken some some shitty shitty methods of of maybe attempting to kind of divide them a little bit you know mind you we're all like young so it is what it is but like and everybody's like what the fuck he's sitting here talking shit about the bride in front of everyone and then i turned it around and i said but now i couldn't imagine his life without you and it's not that i've lost my brother i've gained a sister 
you know so i turned it around then everybody started crying so it's like you know so i i played with their emotions like that but the fact that but nobody didn't expect me to not talk shit if that makes sense you know because that's just how i was and mind you i'll still talk shit to people but i don't I try not to start out negative about everything now. I try to have a thought about it first. And this is an issue that the wife and I always talk about. And she's like, why do you got to always be so critical about stuff? I was like, I mean, being critical about stuff is half my job on the internet. So, I mean, I I go into everything with a critical mind. You know, I'm always thinking about stuff. I'm always developing an opinion about stuff. It just is what it is. It's just called life. But when you have it focused in such a way, like I have a, set over here with stuff on it to literally give my opinion about or this podcast or my live streams whatever it's like it is what it is it's like you're just not used to someone who is hyper focused on giving their opinion whether that how but if it's different to yours it doesn't mean it's bad and that's things i've I've had to tell her it's like it's like i tell her why i don't like it but then i tell her it's fine that you do except for gray's anatomy um that's the only caveat it's there's no reason (laughs) to like Grey's Anatomy. It's fucking garbage. Either way, I would rather her watch the Kardashians. I'm not going to lie. It's like I I'm almost kind of with you on that. <laughs> like I've seen a couple episodes of Grey's Anatomy. I know yeah. Sarah doesn't particularly care for the show herself. Yeah. But it's like if I came home and she's watching that, I would probably just like here, let me fix this for you and switch it to the Kardashians. There you go. <laughs> oh. She's probably like, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and like, I'm just trying to find some balance. Booty. Uh, it's just it's like at least at least yeah. there's booty and it's not in fucking Oregon or Washington or where the fuck they are. It's, yeah, it's, it's at least are. it's at least sunny California. Um like some, there's a chance someone to get naked. <laughs> that's a good chance. But I mean, like even going into like Think about the Osbournes back in the day. Yeah. And that was all about shock and awe for like the longest time. And then it just started being about family troubles and then personal growth. And then what? They came back like a few years after after Ozzy like really had his breakdown and like him and Sharon were like getting divorced. And then it just kind of started to be about the kids and Sharon and being trying to recuperate and be normal people after being stars. Which have you seen? Have you seen Kelly Osbourne lately? I thought that I did. I, I feel like I looked her up like a couple months ago. I think but... like she's she's had some work done. I mean, like not yes. that her mom didn't, but like she still looks like because she lost all that weight and so she already looked good. But I think she got some work done, much like uh, Aaron Moriarty did. Oh yeah, dear boy. Yeah, uh, I, I'm yeah. I, I... That's making the rounds. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, I don't have mixed feelings. I have very, very direct feelings about what Aaron Moriarty did to her face. No, no, I said big feelings. Oh, big not, feelings. Not, Sorry. Miss There, there are friend. no mixed feelings on this. Like, no. Trust me. I, I mean, I hate it when beautiful people listen to dipshits about how to make themselves more beautiful. I was like, yeah. It, it, and I talked about this with Jessica I th- yesterday, yesterday when we were on our way back from breakfast. Yeah. Because we went to church last night, too, for the first time. So that was interesting. Nice. Because um, we've been doing the the, the groups. Uh, like, even I've got men's group when we're done with this. i got to rush out the door to make it to men's group. Um, but we they, we had our first, first church service, and we were talking about religion and stuff like that. Because we had never had a big religious talk. Like, you know, I knew some of her history, but not a lot of it. Um, like, I think... 
I hope I'm not confusing this, but I think there was some some uh, bad stuff that happened with a youth youth group leader or something. But I've heard sure. I've heard sure. that from so many people. I'm I'm worried I'm confusing that with somebody else's story. But um, beyond that, we were talking about Erin Moriarty because she hadn't seen this, and I was like, "Hey, you know that girl who plays Starlight on on The Boys?" And, and I'm like, and she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "She fucked herself up." She's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Well." She had plastic surgery when she didn't need it. Um, and I heard it put really well the other day because I listened to some some pop culture uh, podcast. And so she's only 29. Yeah. Why, why the fuck are you getting surgery at 29? So she looks now, after surgery, like a 45-year-old woman trying to look 29 when she just looked fucking gorgeous to begin with and i was like that was the best way i'd ever heard it it's like you look like somebody who's old who's trying to look young again because she sucked all the baby fat or baby fat out of her face that buccal fat or whatever they call it buckle fat and she it looks like she got her nose done and it looks like she got her eyebrows fucking moved a little bit just i was just like what is like i hope the fucking producers of the boys took notice and went uh we're going to need another starlight <laughs> at some point. So apparently they're kind of um, like, cause I know I saw something last night on it. Uh, basically her, she like deleted all her social media or something. And um, I, I think the producers or someone like, you know, heads of, of the boys are kind of in support of her or like in defense of her. Um, and, and it's like, I, I think about Lil' Kim when I think about people who are beautiful yeah, and then they get plastic surgery, Lil' Kim was a beautiful, beautiful woman. Yeah. And, you know, just, she was told all her life though that she wasn't beautiful. Wow. And, you know, she, and, you know, that's a control thing. It's a manipulation thing. And, and. She deleted um, everything, dude. Yeah. Her account, her account is up there, but there's legit only fucking 10 posts. Yeah, wow. she, she's like, fuck this, I'm out. Um, and, and you know, to some degree, it's like with, with her, you know, doing, you know, the plastic surgery stuff, it's like, it's like on one note, look, it, it's your face, it's your body, you know, do you, boo-boo. But, you know, on the other note, and, and also, again, that social media, though, especially yeah. when you're you're a public figure, people are going to come for you. You're going to have so much negativity. You're going to have a yeah. lot of people just dogging you. And, and you know, again, this kind of goes back to the original point. We focus in on that negative it's because true. you have you can have five people say you look like dog shit, but you have 20 people say you look beautiful. You're going to zero in on those five people because that's, the you know, that's what's hurting. That's the sting Do- versus, you know, not. Well, do you think that possibly the reason they focus on the, the in this case, in this example, smaller neg- negative comments because maybe it's the ones they want to hear? Like, because cause with, with big changes, I feel like, unless it's like a big personal change, like a divorce or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, whatever. Uh, I feel like when it's surgery and it becomes something more objective, you know, I think sometimes they want to maybe they want to hear that they screwed up like because they weren't sure in the first place it's like the reinforcement is always great but when you hear nothing but positivity is there something in your brain that's going to say 
are these people being real with me or are they being fake because I'm a TV star? And they're just going to say, yas, queen, and whatever. Because I I think there's got to be something in there, especially when you're a huge star. It's like, and say, like, we'll go back to Joe Rogan for that matter. Joe Rogan has God knows how many famous friends, right? But Uh then he just has normal people friends that no one knows about. He talks about them. But those are the people he keeps around them because those are real, non-celebrity, out-of-the-public people who will be real with him if he says or does something that's fucked up when he, even the celebrity friends who he can trust may not give him an honest answer because they're also public fucking figures. And if you don't have something like that, a grounded, if you don't have something to ground you when you make major decisions, such as changing the entire look of your face, you know, I mean, look at, uh, well, Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell's had some work done, and he looks like someone wearing yeah. a Simon Cowell mask. I said that. <laughs> we had that discussion yesterday, too. I said, like, he looks like someone wearing a Simon Cowell mask. It doesn't fit right. Yeah. And yet Heidi I, Klum I think... is getting older and still looks hot. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I, I think it, it could be some of uh, that, perhaps. Um I think also it could be, you know, she gets this work done. She's proud of it. She thinks she looks good. She's thinking she's doing this. And you see the negativity and it's like, well, wait a minute. I did. This is like positive. Yeah. And you guys are still tearing me apart because perhaps someone was telling her at one point in her life that she was not pretty. And now that she's gotten this work, now people are saying she's ugly. And it's like, I I can't win. Yeah. You know, fucking head. And, and, you know, kind of the thing going back to, you know, the little Kim thing again, you got, you know, these beautiful women, you know, that are being told that they're not beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, at a younger age. So once they get to a point where, hey, I got a little bit of money, I can get some work done, they go and get it done. I have a friend who I, you know, I feel like and I don't think I've ever said that she's not pretty. But at, at, I don't know if you sent me the post or if I sent the post to you. It was like the whole thing about like, oh, I want to, you know, hang out and joke like with the guys. Yes. And, you know, the guy rips into the girl. I sent that to hurt. you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, because, yeah, I yeah. sent it out to a bunch of people. I was like, dude, this shit is hilarious. Yeah. But, you know, I had a friend that was kind of in that same pocket. Well, I want to, you know, you know, joke like the guys. She's like, okay, you okay. ask for it. Yeah, exactly. And no, you don't. I do feel like, yeah. you know, because she went, this friend of mine went and had some work done. Mm-hmm. And, and what's funny is like, she had the work done. I didn't even know she had the work done. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be the like, best kind of work that you can't tell. Um, or you so, mean you weren't aware? I, I just wasn't, I, I okay. think I just, you know, cause I don't pay attention to those things, you know, like she got her, she got her nose done and I was like, I didn't, I, I it just wasn't anything that was on my radar mm-hmm. and we see each other pretty frequently. And what's funny is like, there's the obvious, you know, like, you know, after the work's done, you know, the black eyes and stuff. And I, I'd seen her, you know, after all that and it, it just didn't connect. I can't remember what we talked about, but I was under the impression it was something else. But a couple years later, um, cause I'm, I'm like, I mean, the nose is like the centerpiece of the face. Yeah. So like, I'm always like focused on people's noses and I'm like, and I'm looking at her nose and I was like, dude, I like your nose. And she goes, well, I hope so. I paid enough for it. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I started like, <laughs> then, then I had to sit there and like, I grabbed her face. I'm examining her face, like, like a fucking pumpkin. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? I was like, no, I'm looking right now. I was like, oh, I guess you did. Like, 
what the fuck? And, you know, she, she, you know, does fillers and all this shit. And it's one of those weird things of like, now she's older now. Like she, she's coming up on 40 next month or in two months, but it hits that thing with older women. Am I trying to retain that beauty that I once had or am I trying to like, and then you get someone like uh, the young lady from the boys, you know, she's already young. She's 29. And granted for a lot of women, 29 are like, Oh my God, I'm going to be 30 next year. I've hit my peak of Hollywood. It's like um, looking at Scarlett Johansson over there. It's like, yeah, it's like, which is on my TV right now, watching Black Widow. Um, that's nah, I'm doing no, no, MCU. That's, that was a good oof. Um, that was that was a, I'm I'm the suit, the Milena suit she's wearing at the end. Oh yeah, Oof. oh yeah. Well, okay. but like, um, I'm doing that all in chronological order right yeah. now, and I'm at that point. It gets to a point, like right now, after Civil War, it almost started to not matter to me anymore. Well, yeah, like I, I don't care. And I mean, you got Black Widow, Spider-Man, and Black Panther, then Infinity War. And it's yeah. weird because it's like, that's kind of that run where it's like, it matters, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And after I finished, um, uh, which one was it? Winter Soldier. I was kind of like, all right, I guess I've had enough. Yeah. Like, I think I'm good. Well, like, but- well, yeah, and trying to digest them all in, you know, it's like, well, it's one thing when we have time between the movies, but then when you're digesting them all together. Well, like, that was what I was going to do when we were driving to Maryland. Like, originally, when I was going to drive myself, I was literally, no joke, going to just pull up the MCU on my computer yeah. and plug that bitch in and see how many Marvel movies I can get through on the drive. Like That's not a bad move. Like, just to see how far, like, it's like, can I get all the way to, I would say, can I get to Civil War by the time? Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like a lot, but when you think about it, it's like, well, that's actually pretty fucking deep into the MCU by the time you get Civil War. Because everybody thinks mainline Avengers stuff, but then they just forget about the other movies. That they're yeah, all like together. The other, those other uh, movies connected. And it's like, there, there was a list that was giving you kind of, there was like, up to infin- or Endgame, there are 13 movies specific yeah. that you watch that meant the most to get to that point. Yes. I need to find, I'm sure I could Google it and find it, but like right now, I just figured, let me go chronological Captain America, Peggy Carter, uh, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, and you know, just kind of run that gauntlet. Yes. And I'm at Black Widow right now because it like that movie would have had the most impact had it come out after Civil War or even two movies after Civil War, but in that pocket, as long as it's before, before uh, um, Infinity, Infinity War, War. Yeah. and not, not they, five you know, they, years they after. Dropped it. <laughs> Yeah. Five years after Infinity but, Ward, we get that. But uh, back back to where we were on, yeah. on, on the main topic, not to go off into the Marvel thing. Well, I mean, even the Marvel thing, like, I mean, like, there's some people who probably got some work done in inside the Marvel universe that we don't even know about. But it's, I mean, I'm out, sure. Out, but outside of like the ridiculous physical kind of stuff, like, but like, because it, 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 it's it. Let's just say, like, the first run. The first few phases is mostly male stars, but the women are there. But it's hard mm-hmm. to imagine any of the male stars like going out in at the age of thirty to go get some fucking work done on their face when they still have a whole ass acting career in front of them. Yeah. I mean, something minor like get a mole removed. Remember how much money it was going like. 
people offer to remove Cindy Crawford's mole back in the fucking 90s. And she's like, fuck you. Yeah. It's like millions of dollars. Yeah. And they're like, we're not going to remove it. So we're going to insure that bitch, that and her legs. But, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was kind of the signature. I mean, that you was knew her fucking thing. Mole. Exactly. Speaking of which, as far as I know, I mean, maybe below the neck, she's gotten some work done. But Cindy Crawford now is still mm-hmm. ungodly hot. Like, yeah. uh, unfair to other women hot. And honestly, that could be from no drugs, no smoking since the 90s. Uh, because, like, once you get past the 90s drugs, then you get into the bad stuff. But, like, yeah. it's people, yeah. it's like if you just fucking have a lot of money and you take care of yourself, you can stay hot forever without having to get a lot of shit done. But if yeah. you don't take care of yourself in any way, shape, or form, you get out in the sun a lot, you eat a lot of seed oils, and all this other shit, you're going to fucking fall apart on camera. But if you're a dude, that's okay. You just move into other different non-leading man roles. What was it? Uh, Michael Caine just retired at 90. He's like, I'm not going to be a leading man anymore. And I've fucking been in this game since for 60 fucking years, give or take. (laughs) It's like, why am I going to, why keep going? It's like, this is fucking retarded. And he still looks like Michael Caine. (laughs) It's like, he's he's like old ass Michael Caine, but that's fine. like, Morgan Freeman, who's been old since 1941. Uh, <laughs> I've never remembered him not old. He was, I, he's been old since I was a baby. Yeah, he was born old. And, <laughs> he came out the womb with, with yeah. infinite like wisdom. They're like, Wait, damn. Have you seen the true true facts about uh, Morgan Freeman? I have not. Okay, I'm sending you that video, and you will laugh your ass off. Because um, it's a it's a guy called Z Frank on on. Uh, youtube he's been around for like 15 years and he does true facts about animals or whatever but because he could imitate morgan freeman effectively they demanded he do a true facts of morgan freeman um i said and i think one of it was morgan freeman was born old but it wasn't until he saw himself in a mirror and then he instant or no he saw the first time he saw himself in a mirror he instantly became old that's what it was so um and the, it's it's just ridiculous. It's like basically, it's like Morgan Freeman doesn't narrate your or narrates your life, not because he has to, but because he likes to, or something like that. It's ridiculous. It's like every every yeah. moment of your day is narrated by Morgan Freeman, even if you don't hear it. Um, so yeah, it's that's it, the voice I hear. Yeah, so I will, I will send you that. It's it's like ten years old at this point, but it's still fucking hilarious. Um, but either way, you don't see Morgan Freeman out there getting a fucking facelift at at fifty. I mean, maybe he may. I mean, black don't crack, but you, if you add plastic, it probably will. You know, I mean, look at well, Michael. I mean, look again, at Michael Jackson. Look, yeah, I mean, I go back to the little Kim example. I mean, yeah, beautiful woman, and now she looks like I mean, an Asian woman, which you know those those <laughs> yes. creatures are yes. beautiful as well. But and not, not when they trans. She's about, transracial now, by accident. Uh, you know, I, I think Asian, you know, Asian culture, I think Asian humans are beautiful humans, yeah. but, you know, not yeah. when they were black and then yeah. morphed. Yeah. It's Sh- like, wait a minute. Sh- shout out to Joe. Fucking beautiful yeah, human yeah. being. Um, beautiful human. Yeah. But Just I had li- him on off the mats recently. Yes. But I was like, uh, I like what he said. It's like Asian people look the same until they turn a certain age and then they instantly age. Like, it's like they look the same and then all of a sudden it just flip switches. No, other way, switch flips and then they're old. 
like and like not a little old like all the old like they'll make it to like yeah. 70 and still look normal and then 71 they now look like they're 110 it's like it's an instant thing um it never fails yeah uh but but yeah it's like i i feel like you know when it comes to like you know, again you don't see men doing it but women do i mean i think there are a lot of factors most. into it you don't see most no most men. you see some men but I'll but when i say it i mean I, I mean as kind of a over overall thing you don't yeah. see men doing it uh but you know when it you know you see majority women doing it you know there are a lot of factors i think that play into it and you know i don't want to you know play the game of like oh well it's all in their head but you know for a lot of them it is in their own head but not because of you know primarily something they did you know again you got Lil yeah. Kim you got uh Starlight you you know they're Lil Kim for sure was told that she was um, ugly jo- like, what, she Joan Rivers that. fucking Joan Rivers the way yeah. she looked like a fucking clown even her daughter uh yeah yeah I mean like that is that's that's an obsession obsessive compulsive thing at that point because well I mean mm-hmm. I'm just saying that it's not a proper diagnosis but like there is a narcissism in there that tells you that you're not done yet. And this is another discussion yeah. I had with Jessica about it is like, whatever the initial cause was like, okay, I don't like my nose. So I'm just going to have a ground down just a little bit. It's a, it's a giant oh. honker. I'm going to fix it. Whatever. Some people need it. Don't get me wrong. It's like some people have ridiculous noses. They could probably do with a, a slightly smaller one. I, I completely agree. It can happen, but don't go, don't go and change the entire look of your face by just slightly altering one thing. And then it becomes an addiction. Like Michael Jackson's thing. Like yeah. uh, it, that was an addiction. And other people like the, the literal cat lady, you know, that's an yeah. addiction. I think, I think she's even been on my strange addiction, you know, which it's not strange at that point. It's like, we completely understand why this is happening. Dr. Drew talks about this fairly often when he talks about celebrity and, and narcissism and the way plastic surgery plays into it but somewhere in there was either an actual negative comment from another human being that probably meant something to you or it's this fucking thing yeah and it's i mean all bullshit the negativity probably leading to more negativity when you thought you'd have a, a positive outcome yeah. I mean, you know, again, it comes back, you know, the home base, you know, starting, you know, there with Starlight, where again, she probably had negativity and she went and did something that she felt was positive, which, you know, bred more negativity. And now she's spiraling like, what the fuck? What do I dude? do? Like, what do I do? Turn and, on the and fans. The thing, Turn on the fans. The thing that's, that's the thing. You know, yeah, you got to go full WWE, go Hill. Like, because that's that's always my mindset. It's like if you come at me, I'm going to tell you about yourself. Yeah, it's like I don't want to do this, and and that's where that's where, what comes out. I was like, oh. I don't want to do this, but now I need to, and I need you to understand why. Yeah, you fucked with me. Now I'm going to fuck with you, and I can do it better than you. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm super petty. So <laughs> let's dig into this. Let's talk um, about me. But- I'm super petty and you started this. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Put that on a fucking shirt. I'm super petty uh, and you started this. <laughs> uh, and it's but, just your face it, on the back. <laughs> I, so they can dude, see you I, walking I, away. You still got that look in your face, but you're walking away. I'd pass them out at church. <laughs> I had to go to my grandparents' church. It's just like, here you go, here you go. It's free. It's on the house. I mean, um, is it a Catholic but, church? Because that would make sense. Lutheran. So you same know. difference. 
<laughs> Catholic light. Yeah. Um, but but it, it's like when when you look at like guys, I think a lot of times with guys, we kind of have this mindset of like, who fucking cares? Yeah, we're guys. For the most part, it's like, who cares? Like it, like I remember uh, for uh, what was it? Uh, Baltimore Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the press passes, and I asked Bobby two nights before. Hey, do we have any Nerd Rage Radio t-shirts? I was like, we do not. Bet. All right. So I grabbed the white t-shirt and the Sharpie. No. And <laughs> you fucking I, made Nerd I, Rage shirts? Yes. Wow. As basic as it could. And Sarah was so mad. Sarah was pissed. She was like, this is a serious thing. You guys have press passes. Mm-hmm. You guys, you know, are trying to do a big thing now. And you're going to go out there and this, like, this abomination. And it was just a white T-shirt with Nerd. It said Nerd yeah. Radio on the front. NRR on the sleeves. I, I had I had a stencil. <laughs> wow. Just use a Sharpie and made this. But um, wearing the shirt, you know, there's pictures. And then uh, someone had pointed out and one of the people was like, oh, Dante, we can see your dad bod uh, really flourishing. And, you know. You know, I, I think with guys, you know, we say shit like that because it's like, you know, we're poking. It, it's and, that video. You know, it's, that vid- are, it's that video that I sent you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're, we're you know, you know, some dudes might get sensitive about it. And then, you know, most dudes are going to be like, eh, okay, you know, you embrace it or you, you fire back. Yeah. But either way it goes, I, I think like my fire back, and I always say this to Steve, um, you know, w- whenever <clears throat> anyone says anything to me, it's like, it's all fun and games, and that's fine. I'm going to laugh. But I want you to also remember, mm-hmm. I can kill you. And that's okay. We yeah. can continue to make the jokes. But just understand, there is a level where you have to ask yourself, will he murder me for saying yeah. this? And chances yeah. are, I won't. I am but- petty, and you started this. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's yeah. your shirt. <laughs> I, uh, I'll play this back and, uh, and yeah. jot that down. I have to get this. I might, but, I might um, make it, too, because it works for me as well. It's like I'm petty, and you started this. Oh, but, okay. So, uh, but, so before we lose that thought, though, because yeah. I, I, I don't want to yeah. get too far off of it, I thought about the equivalent for men: weight mm-hmm. loss. Fucking fat, fat TV and movie stars who are known for being fat and then losing egregious amount of weight and look fucked up. I'm looking at Drew mm-hmm. Carey. I'm looking at Anthony uh-huh. Anderson, and I'm looking at John Goodman. I mean, like those guys. Okay, imagine, imagine a hundred and eighty pound Chris Farley at fifty. How fucked that right. would look. Yeah. Like, imagine, um, Im- imagine. Like, like it, it, it. There's a thing to that too, where it's like. So I'll take John Goodman. Yeah. You know, as as I don't, I don't think he looks horrendous i think anthony anderson it, he looks fucking weird yeah he does his head is huge yeah. on that little body well it added um, wrinkles drew to Carey, her face yeah uh drew carey looks a little he looks ill and yeah it, it the, there's something that i'm just like dude i'm not sure what it is uh the reverend al sharpton uh al Roker, yeah yeah you know, uh randy it, jackson actually randy jackson doesn't yeah, look terrible right. Because he still has a yeah. round face, regardless. But yeah, but Al, no, you're right exactly. about Al Sharpton, though. Like that shocked me when I saw him for the first time when he lost all that weight. I was like, did he shrink? Like he looked like a yeah. literal no joke. I mean, pun intended. He looked like a tiny version of himself. I was like, mm-hmm. what that, the fuck? Because I because I followed a, not, I don't say I followed a lot of Al Sharpton, but I definitely knew who the fuck he was. He was a recognizable quote unquote celebrity. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck happened to Al Sharpton? Because the first thought is, like, did he get cancer? Him? 
it's like my thought whenever I see somebody mm-hmm. lose that much weight, I assume they had cancer. But no, they just did the thing. So the the fucked up thing, like Steve went through a, a bout of losing a lot of weight. I think he got down to like one forty or one fifty. Damn. And my grandma saw him and she was like, Yeah, I saw Steve the other day. I was like, Yeah, he has AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> um and you know, there there is a thing about you know losing yeah, because I mean my grandma doesn't like most of the shit I say, she's just like like she doesn't pay a lot of mind to a lot of shit that I say. She's just like, it's just him saying words now. Yeah. Um, but you know there there are those celebrities, those guys who will lose a lot of weight, especially in the celebrity world, because it's like it's like let me lose it as quickly as possible, yeah. And then they end up looking fucking mutated, and then there are like dudes a hairless that cat. Will, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like something's something's not right here. I see the the thing in front of me, but yeah. it's missing something. Yeah. But like you know, there are people who will take the time because I think it does come down to like impatience. It's like mm-hmm. I need the results now, yeah. and then there are people that are like, okay, I know this is gonna be a journey, and I'm going to make this transition. I mean, yeah. I'm kind of in the middle of it right now, where, um, I like are we losing do fat, Dante? Whole, are we losing fat, Dante? <laughs> I mean, the I'm thing is, it's like part of my whole jujitsu journey, mm-hmm. you know, kind of got halted. Like when COVID hit, that, yeah. that was kind of, you know, it fucked up everybody. But for me, I think COVID was kind of the break I needed because I was going overkill and just breaking my body every week. I was going six days a week. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I got to take a break. But then I took, I took that break super heavy. And then I like I went from 185 to like 220, and I was like, oh my god, like I gotta I gotta fix this. So, um, you know, I, I don't like doing the whole New Year's resolution and you know let's start on day one. But I also, if I start anything, it has to be on a Monday, and New Year's was on a Monday, so I was like, you know what, perfect. Let's go ahead and kick it into gear. New week, new and, year. Let's go. Yeah. So I started. Like I started weighing myself. I started watching what I was eating. I haven't had any soda, you know, this calendar. I don't, I think the last time I had soda was Christmas. Nice. Um, I just had some Skittles on Friday and that was a fucking nightmare. Like my body couldn't take it. Like like I had the shakes, like I felt gross and nauseous. Uh, just because it was too much sugar. But the thing is, it's like this ideal of like, okay, yeah, guys, you know, we're going to lose weight. We're going to like, hey, you know, maybe I should lose some weight. But there's also like, at least for me, it's like it has to have a practical use. Mm-hmm. For me, losing weight is like, well, why am I losing weight? To, you know, better my jiu-jitsu game, number one, but also my health. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I got a seven-year-old, so I want to be here to see her graduate. I want to be here, you know, to see her get married if she chooses to do that. I want to be here if she wants to have kids. I want to, you know, see my grandkids. Yeah. You know, these are things that, you know, factor into me, you know, managing my weight. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, but there, there's a... a thing for that versus like i'm just gonna lose weight because people have been calling me fat like if people call me fat i just again you know kind of see you know step one i can kill you and, and that's fine it's like well sure you can't fatty but you gotta catch me and it's like oh no i'm still pretty spry <laughs> i catch you and then when i catch you i'm going to hurt you it's like, well, that's what if the, I have a gun that's like you better kick me says, in the knee first then run yeah you know, like my uncles and cousins always go to like, what if I have a gun? It's like, do you have one now? No. Well, I'm about to fuck you up now before you get to your gun. So it, it, it's just like, but ultimately it's like, look, 
you call me fat, I don't care. That's not hurt my feelings. Yeah. But if you say, if if my doctor says, hey, you aren't going to be here long enough to see your kid, you know, go through things, then that that's, you know, more what pulls at me. And, you know, again, for the women who are getting work done, I know there are Hollywood starlets that are like, look, I have to keep my look so I can get these roles. And then there are some that embrace the age. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, what was the movie she was just in? No Hard Feelings. Yeah. You know, looking at her, you can see she's aged. She's well, in her thirties. That almost made her look it, like she looks shittier than she actually does. Like she like they like grunged her up almost. It was like I had the I didn't believe that she looks that shitty. Like I'm like I so I saw her in something else, so not a movie, but I saw her somewhere else and she didn't look bad by any means. Yeah. But again, you can see that she's aged, but it's not bad. It's like yeah. you are maturing and that's fine. Whereas you get some women that are like, I want to forever look 22. And it's like, I, I got a friend say this on Facebook years ago. He was talking about like losing weight. And it was like, I'm almost back down, down to my high school weight. And I had another friend comment like, yo, you're a grown man. Like, why do you want to be your high school weight? Yeah. Like, it's like, you're not a fucking 16 year old anymore. Was like, yeah, I was 150 all throughout high school. And after high school, you know, I bulked up, you know, and I feel healthiest. I feel best at 190, 195 in that pocket. So it's like for me, it's like, let me get there and see how my body feels. And if I want to pursue 185, we'll go there. But other than that, I have no desire to try to hit 150. I'm sure I could. But why do I want to be 150? You're going to do more damage trying to get to 150 than just being comfortable at 180, 185. Yeah. and if I'm at 185 and I'm moving well and I feel good, why would I want to lose any more weight? Like, yeah, unless you're unless it, you need to cut weight for a fucking match, like this. <laughs> yeah, and and even if that's the case, like I, you know, I've already committed to the ideal. Like I will go no less than 185. Yeah, like I competed at 184 and I felt fine. I felt good. I, you know, but I, I think. There, there comes a game of like if I'm at 195, I'm in the the heavyweight division with the 195, the 210 people, and maybe that's not my best spot. If I get to that 185, now I'm in that realm where I'm like I'm with middleweights, and I have an advantage. I think they have the speed advantage, but I feel like I have the strength advantage. So, yeah, you know, but whatever it is, you know, we have a purpose, we have a reason. Like guys, when we start losing weight, like at least general regular guys, celebrity guys, again, they're like. Well, I want to look like this on camera. Again, you got Al Roker who, you know, he's always in front of the camera. So it's like, that's the thing. Anthony Anderson, you know, uh, uh, fucking Drew Carey. You know, these are guys that are on TV every single week doing something. So there's probably part of that that thing in their head too. Well, I'm on camera. I see myself all the time and I look like shit there. So to them, they probably look great. But the rest of us on the outside are like, man, I don't know, man. And and to uh, to be clear to everyone listening... As a fat man who would love to lose weight effectively, I would not look right if I got down to 200 pounds. Like, it'd be great. It'd be fucking amazing. And I'd probably be jacked or missing two legs. You know, diabetes is a bitch. But um, the thing is, is like uh, where I'm at now, I'm, I'm unhappy at this weight. I'm unhappy with how I look. I'm unhappy with how I feel. My thing is, is like, well, trying to get my health in order so I can lose weight in a healthy manner, because like with all the stuff that I just went through with uh, the last year or so with digestive problems and then getting extremely backed up before having to go in for my colonoscopy and then having to spend instead of two days getting cleaned out, I had to spend an entire week 
getting cleaned out. Sheesh. Well, because it, nothing was happening. I was like, so like, like I've mentioned before, I think I have this weird cycle of nerve problem in my back causing my system to get backed up, causing pain in my back, causing my system to get backed up. And so I was like, but since my colonoscopy, with the exception of like one day, things have kind of been regular. And like, it's almost like I needed a hard reset. So if I can get my eating back under control, because the holidays were difficult and things taste good. Like I just ate, oh, yeah. like over the weekend, I ate a whole thing of, of a buffalo chicken dip that I made, um, which I finished off earlier. I should have only ate that for lunch. Instead, I had a pulled pork sandwich and that. Uh, so, but I mean, lots of protein. So, I mean, there's that. I just need to hit the fucking gym to actually do something with it. Um, but I'm not going to eat dinner or anything else. Like, I'm not eating anything for the rest of the fucking day. So, I just need to get back in the gym now that I'm in less pain than I used to be. Currently, nothing is fucked up. Um, so, I just need to get back in the gym like I was doing before I got hurt last year, which started just snowballing into fucking everything getting worse. Um, and I need to get better about my personal health with regards to sleep because now it's running into a legal matter with using my fucking CPAP enough because now I have to go get my, uh, like literally tomorrow I have to go attempt to get my DOT, uh, physical and, uh, hopefully my number is my numbers of days using my CPAP is enough to pass or they don't even give a shit to look because um, that's entirely possible too that they just don't even bother to look because um, they didn't bother to check my actual sleep study results last year they just said oh cool you went and got one yeah, I, I was like it. I stressed over all this shit for a fucking solid month and like you assholes literally just fucking didn't even look they're just like oh okay cool and then pff, literally stamped the shit I'm like you gotta be shitting me and I sat here for two fucking hours for you to just go and walk the fuck out. I'm like, oh, either way. I've had, so I've had drug tests that way where they're like, they stress you about it. You you clean everything up and then you get there like, okay, cool. Yeah. You good? Like, yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. We trust you. Yeah. Bitch. So I, that to shift gears slightly. Speaking of negativity on the internet, I have not gone searching yet, but I'm sure it exists somewhere. I had an encounter with some cyclists on Saturday while I was at work. And I mean the non-motorized variety. The, uh, yeah, of the, course. The, the asshole variety. And, yeah. you know, for my job, I am in a motor vehicle. And around here, you know, we have a, we have a mix of city and country, you know, much like kind of the area you're in. Um. And I'm going down this major, major highway, not a freeway, but a major highway. Uh, and there's a group of cyclists up ahead. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do what I normally do. And I'll just go the fuck around them. Because who the fuck cares? They have a whole shoulder. Like, you know, not I know not everywhere yeah. has full shoulders on the side of the road. They just have a line or if that at all. But they... But even still, if you have it, use yeah. it. Yeah, and so the county the county has recognized that they need to make sure that in these areas they have a wide enough fucking shoulder that dipshits can be out there riding their fucking overly priced two wheelers uh, for hours on end because I don't know why. Um, so 
I have to go around them, but it is only a two-lane highway, so I have to make sure that I'm not driving into fucking oncoming traffic to avoid these people. So I get over as far as I can without crossing into the other lane, and I go past them. I don't think anything of it, because what the fuck else to think, right? No harm, no foul. Didn't hit nobody, didn't do nothing. There was room between me and them, and I didn't hit any other cars. Get to the fucking light a couple miles down the road. Sitting there, doo-doo-doo, worried about where I'm going next. Do I have time to get my shit where I need to go? It's like, because there's a lot of traffic for some reason on Saturday. Oh, that's right. All the flooding roads. So that's why there was a lot of traffic. Um, which, by the way, we had some torrential fucking rain this week, and they had to actually open up the dam, so the river has been flooding neighborhoods and shit like that. So that's fun. Um, uh, so these idiots fucking roll up on me at the stoplight and they start yelling at me and I'm like, what, what? And it's like, it's like, do you not know that you have to move over and go around if you're going to do that? I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's like, you guys were like on the fucking line. It's like, that's what I told them. I was like, they had like a three foot to four foot wide fucking shoulder. And they were riding three to four wide, riding on the fucking white line. Not in traffic, but like right literal on the fucking white line. And they're sitting there yelling. It's like, don't you know the law? I was like, don't you guys know the law? <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, bitch, don't you? It's like, bitch, don't you fucking know it? And then so the, the lead guy, I guess, pulls in front of me. I was like, so I have to leave a gap in front of me to make sure I don't run into another car if I get hit from behind. So now this dipshit on his bike is in front of me. I was like, well, I hope I don't get rear-ended. So he starts taking pictures, starts taking video. This other dude comes up, starts yelling at me. And then he starts taking video of me. And I'm like, what the fuck ever? So in theory, there will be video of me somewhere on the internet at work, you know, about cyclists fucking... uh, yelling about things so um there's there is worry but i called my supervisor and told him was like look these guys just fucking harassed me took video of me took pictures of me at a fucking light and i told him exactly what happened he's like they're not supposed to be crowding the road they're supposed to be as far to the side as they as they can possibly be i was like i know that and they weren't and so i called my cop buddy i was like hey dude like i didn't tell him the situation i was asking him just a flat question i was like hey what are the what are the laws regarding regarding cycling on main highways and he's like oh yeah they're supposed to be as far to the right as physically possible and riding in a single file line and i was like oh and so i told him what happened he's like yeah they're a hundred percent in the wrong it's like if i was there i probably would have wrote him a ticket i was like oh that's all i kind of fucking needed to know so i was like so and this has been this is an ongoing problem here in texas i don't know about where you're at i don't know if there's a lot of bike races on public roads and shit but it's an issue here. It's a fucking issue everywhere. And I think at some point we have even talked about it here, but like, God damn, man, like just do the right fucking thing. It's like, and I, and I went, I, I was so fucking infuriated about this like all day Saturday. And I told Jessica about it and she's worried about my job because you know, I pay half the fucking bills around here. Can't just afford to not be making money again. Um, but it's just like, okay. So if they post a video on me, it's a Karen video. It's them yelling at me about something that they did. So I looked at it. I was like, I hope they have pictures or footage of themselves breaking the fucking law. 
I was like, because that will be my fucking protection. And I'll be like, hey, look, you're doing the wrong fucking thing, assholes. Because I went down the road, you know, I was like, I had to turn to avoid them because we were going the same direction. So I ended up getting down the road and there's more of them riding because it was a nice day, you know, after all the fucking rain. And I, I I see other groups all doing exactly the same, the right thing. Like riding in a fucking line, getting as far away from traffic as possible. And anybody who needs to go around them gives them room when they can. I was like, I just wasn't in a place that I could give them a whole ass lane of traffic to fucking go around them, you know? And I get it. If you're like on a fucking neighborhood street and there's no shoulder or whatever, yeah, you're going to fucking swerve to go around them if you can, like you would for a pet or anybody in the fucking road. But I talked to another coworker when I got back and she said just last week she encountered a group of cyclists going down the highway they weren't using the shoulder they were riding right in the lane of traffic as a group and when she tried to go past they swerved to block her i'm like no no were they trying to fucking die and like the whole thing they would just be like it's like she has they cannot impede traffic period that's they're not a motor vehicle you know and like honestly you know on my fucking whatever about this soapbox they should have never allowed this shit. Like, they did it because of the hobbyists. They did it to get money in town for the Ironman races and shit like that. But I'm like, you are literally allowing these people to fucking... If you put in a bike lane, no one can bitch. Because then it's your lane, our lane. No fucking problem, right? But they don't have them. They're in the middle of the fucking country. Literally. Middle of the fucking country, 60 mile an hour, two lane roads. It's like... They shouldn't be riding anywhere near the fucking road. If it was like some late, some like dad and his kid riding their just fucking everyday bikes, I guarantee you they'd be as far away from the fucking traffic as possible. But when it's these idiots in a group riding for their hobby or practicing for their next race, you know, they don't fucking follow any rules. They just worry about what the fuck they want to do and then come after you and make you look like the asshole. It doesn't matter if you're in a really big fucking vehicle or a Geo Metro. You know, it's fucking ridiculous. Or a motorcycle. That'd be the hilarious watching cyclists go after a motorcycle for some reason. I don't know why they would, but I just have a feeling. I could see that going very, very bad for them. Yeah. But like even 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 guys on, on motorbikes, they know their laws. They don't yeah. always follow them. But like when you see like we have a lot of bike rallies down here. So we'll see huge groups of fucking motorcycle clubs rolling through town. And most of them are doing the right thing. They're riding they're riding diagonally spaced out. So they're not riding side by side. And when they come to a light, they do that. Nobody's riding down the center of the lane, you know, and they're trying, if they can, they get away from the other bit of traffic if they can, you know, but if it comes to a fucking non-powered bicycle, they just become assholes. They become fucking, they become Karen's on two wheels as I referred to them. Uh, And it's insane, man. But it's like, to think that these fucks can go out there, say whatever the fuck they want to say about me, but if I defend myself, I probably get fired. It's a bit fucked up. I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying it could if I were to engage in social media about this situation to defend myself. Well, that's the, the unfortunate thing about shit like this and, and groups like that, especially is like there's this entitlement of, you know, it's like, Oh, well, you know, like people have taken the whole uh, pedestrian have the right of way or, you know, people non-motorized vehicles have the right of way type ideal. And it's like, well, you also have to use common sense, too. If if I'm riding a bike, you know, if if, if I'm a cyclist and I'm out there 
at least myself personally, I'm trying to do everything possible to keep myself from getting killed. Yeah. And I can't rely on the motorists on the road to respect that mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. It's like, even if there's a bike lane, I've seen people driving in the, you know, driving their cars in the bike lane, I'm like dog, yeah. like, you know, and granted you don't see anyone there, but it's like, and maybe if there is someone there, they're not going to do it. But again, you just don't know. There are people who are dumb too on that side, but the people who are especially like, well, no, I have the right, I can yeah. do this. And it's like, or you could shut the fuck up, yeah. you know, move. Yeah. And like, and it, it's one thing when, and the main thing that pissed me off about it, because I'm thinking about this just in the literal physical sense of it. If they were one if they were completely contained, what was that? What was that sound? Was that you on, heard that too? Yeah, was that on your end? I heard it. I don't know what it was. I heard it through the headphones, so it didn't happen here. Ghost. I don't. It's a I ghost again. I hope. I it's hope a, it's I'm a, in the, the ghost. Of, right it's a ghost of all the cyclists <laughs> that died in your basement. Um, I, I've done an off the mass episode with a couple of cyclists, and I've gone at them to like, "Hey, why are y'all assholes?" Yeah, why are y'all assholes? And I get it; they've been run over and killed. But how how many times do you see them pile up on each other, and then someone falls, and it's a giant catastrophe? But if they were in a straight line, spaced out, you'd have time to see it and dodge. But so the way I look at it, if, if if the time that I was going by these guys, there was room between me and them, not a lot, but there was enough that I could not hit them without something terrible happening. But if they were clustered up the way they were, and I know there were women in that group. So if, say, someone in the middle just hit a fucking pebble wrong and the woman on the outside gets hit, knocked into the lane of traffic. I can't avoid her in this situation if it's like just a sudden situation. But if they are all the way to the fucking right near the edge of the road, she's not going to fall in front of my car, no matter what I try. So that's the thing. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, it'd be like if they were, and I've seen them do this writing literally on the line, like they're in a line going doing their thing, but they're writing on the white line, even though they have a shoulder, they're like, it's fun. Uh-huh. I'm like, Yes, but this is a 60 mile an hour highway. Get the fuck over, dumbass. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm t- sure t- heroin's fun too until you overdose. I mean, I'm sure most drugs are fun until you overdose. Speaking of which, Jessica got some new gummies <laughs> that are double strength. Ooh. Yeah, and they're not. Oh, I mean, for like for normal party people, there'd probably be nothing. But for her, she just ate a whole one without considering what double meant. Um, and she came in here high as fuck. And I'm just like, as soon as she opened the door, I'm like, she is high as fuck because her eyes aren't even open. I'm just like, what the fuck? That was Sarah's look to me last Friday. She was like, yeah. oh, you're high. And I was like, oh, or last Monday. So like, oh. oh, I'm fine. Oh, so I you're trying to look high. like little Kim. Go full Asian. Well, uh, I, I, I took one. Was it Thursday night? And I was actually, it, well, because it says don't mix with alcohol. I was like, okay, I'm just going to take one without alcohol. And yeah. I felt pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so note to self, no, don't yeah. don't drink, don't. you know, two mugs of wine and three beers. Jesus. Yeah. Don't relax. Don't you judge me. I can judge a little. <laughs> it's like, because, well, they're only worried because you might not wake up. That's the main concern. <laughs> They probably think you can't find your keys at that point. So they're more worried that you'll fall asleep and not come back. This is a real concern. 
That is a fact. I don't yeah. ever know where my keys are, so I'm not going yeah. nowhere. Exactly. So, like, for her, she'll take one of these gummies, like, I guess, 30 minutes, 40 minutes for bed. But then she'll take an Ambien. I'm like, uh, you're dumb. Don't, don't fucking mix this shit. It's like when she was no, sick. No, 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 no. When she was sick and she wanted to take NyQuil, I'm like, you can take the NyQuil, but you're not taking NyQuil and Ambien. I was like, sorry, we're not playing that game. Yeah. There's no need for, for the double dosage. I mean, that's... It, I it, I don't know. I don't mess. I, I used to take Ambien, and it, then when I say used to, I don't mean like you know for an extended m- amount of time. My doctor prescribed them, uh-huh. and I took one whole one. Yeah. And I remember I was on the phone with Sarah. We had moved back home at this point. Okay. I was on the phone with Sarah, and I had uh, South Park DVDs. So I put in one disc. We're talking, you know, uh, the, the length of a disc. Sure. And I remember getting up to go change disc, and, and I woke up on the floor. Yeah. And How many hours later? Uh, maybe it, it wasn't long. Probably two. About not even two. Uh, Quick. Man. But I remember coming to crawl into the bed, turn off the light, and was like, "Never again." And then I started cutting them in half, and then I just oh, yeah. stopped. I was like, no more. I don't need this. Mm, your camera froze for some reason. Yeah, that's it happens. It's that time. It's that time. It's thing. Too. How long has it been? Oh, almost two hours. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. we started a little after four. Yeah, because like normally, normally we're at two hours and we're bumping up at seven, but we still got it's only six. So I was like, huh, we got started early. Nice. Um, but either way, so that's only for the people on the Patreon who can see that. By the way, didn't like no shout outs at the beginning, really, but that's okay. You guys should know who we are by now. So, of course, this is Dante with me. I already mentioned his podcast and everything like that. Of course, you can go follow all the Shoki related links and Dante's links in the description down below, along with Patreon, which is where you can see the uncut video version of this podcast, where you can see uh, Dante frozen looking like uh, Darth Kermit over there. Um, it's better than before. I've actually frozen while like rubbing my eye or yeah. like wiping my face, and my hand is just stuck. And I was like, "Is that do do like snorting coke? What's like, going on here?" Crying. That's all it is. But real <laughs> real men also cry. I'm sensitive as fuck, son. I know you are. Um, seriously, they're gonna make that shirt though. Gonna make that fucking. Pe- <laughs> actually, that's gonna be the name of the episode. By the way. It's like I'm petty and you started this. That's gonna be the name of the episode. Um, along with I already I made it out. I don't have a Colompton title for uh tomorrow's episode. So what I do when I don't have titles is uh-huh. I go to uh the uh Urban Dictionary. Yeah. And I just try to find something horrific and I make <laughs> it the title and it, it's like if you ever see a Colompton episode and it's a weird title, yeah, go to Urban Dictionary. Chances are that's what it is. And it has no connection to the show. It's just what I chose to do because I didn't have, like, this past episode, we just talked about football. Mm-hmm. And though I am a football fan and I enjoy it, it's like I like to mix the shit up. I don't want to just talk about football the whole time. Yeah. You know, so, um, but they're, they're, I think we're about to make some changes with the show. At least I have some ideals, and I know Steve has some ideals, but I don't like those. So I'm going <laughs> to enforce mine. <laughs> just I, let's, I think he, Steve just needs to take it. I keep saying every time you're on here, I'm like, Steve, just fucking take over Clompton and let it be your own show. Well, I told him to start his own thing just yeah. again so we can cross promote our, our things yeah. uh, across the board. Hey, but you're back. He, he hasn't 
take it. And, and I also try to break that down. I'm not saying that I, you know, this is tedious work or like, you know, overhaul of work, but I am carrying a load of doing all the Clompton stuff, mm-hmm. the social media, yeah. the, you know, and the other podcast things I'm doing as well and their social media. So it's like, yeah. When, hey, I, need I, you, I need you. I need you to run the. I need you to run the Instagram for this show now. <laughs> I'll pay you. I mean, I'll, I'll pay you whatever we earn. <laughs> but the thing is, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, you would. That's the fucked up part. I was like, I don't want give me to me log in, and then I'll make it happen. I don't even somehow. have it. I don't even have an IG for this show. That's how lazy I am. By the way, what I forgot. I didn't even say what the episode number is. I think technically, hold on. I don't even know. I think it's episode seventy nine because I think seventy eight was the episode I put out by myself. Let me go look. That that was the sad episode. I feel yep. like the last one I heard was seventy six or 77. 70, 77 was the I last was on, one you were on. Yeah, and I, was say, and I, was I did on one after that. So there was an episode seventy eight, but for some reason I'm not seeing the episode. Maybe I just got so sad I deleted it. Did I ever put that episode out? Now, now I wonder. Did I put that one out? Because, like, the funny part is I looked. I was like, I didn't have it on Rumble. I was like, I'm pretty sure I fucking did that episode, didn't I? I was like, I wasn't high on Ambien that night. Oh, that's what I was going to get into was the Ambien story, but I've, I've already done that before. But um, I almost, uh, the last two Kalamptons almost missed putting, you know, saving them because I was high. Yeah. So as, as we're wrapping up, I told Brett, I was like, Brett, make sure that I save this. And then when you get home, text me to confirm with I'm me that, you know tell me that i saved it you know he Brett, oh. he he may not know this but he he is kind of the the heart and soul of the show right now he saves us because i i do dumb shit and yeah. and steve tries to argue with him so yeah so, i did i did do for Brett. okay so that's what i did i did episode 78 was top 10 uh year in roundup stuff so that was good that was actually a good way to okay. i think is how i ended that episode so that was just me talking about my top tens of the year. So that actually was a pretty, incidentally, was a pretty good 2023 wrap up, uh, even though it wasn't supposed nice. to be. So I didn't want to take a fucking month and a half off, but you know it is what it is. You know, life. actually, I guess at this point it'd be a month. No, because we never even did one around Christmas. I think I did that before Christmas. So that's fine. It's just been it's been a hell. The end of December was weird, and January has just been fucking nothing but chaos. But the funny part is, on my computer, I don't even have that episode anymore. I have the uncut video file, but I don't have anything else. So that's funny that I didn't even bother saving it. Or maybe I had to, I've had to been, I've had to been, oh, there it is. Okay, it's up here. I'm looking in the wrong section. There it is. Okay, I just don't pay attention to my own shit. But anyway, what I was going to get at was, um, uh, fuck. I had the thought and then I got distracted by my own penis. So, um. Shit. I'll just hard hard segue. Uh update of news that we've talked about repeatedly since it happened on this particular show. Uh Alan Bald or sorry, Alec Baldwin has been indicted for shooting that woman. Currently. Okay. It's a loaded it, it, it they've gone back and forth a million fucking times since this happened. But the grand jury finally indicted him on it. Now, that just means that they said, hey, we're going to proper court about this. We're really going to go through the fucking case on this. Okay. Yeah. So, like, let me make sure I'm understanding this correctly. Yes. They're going to court because he, as an actor, had a prop gun. Uh, that, 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 stopping you right there. Well, 
not problem, but yes. a, a gun that shouldn't that he's not responsible. Basically, he he wasn't okay. so that's he didn't loaded, did he? That's that's the thing. So we've we've covered this extensively, and I've been following it ever since, because he he did the production company already did a settlement with the family that ended okay. it on the production company side. They took a settlement. Her husband was going to take over her job on on the movie, and the movie was going to continue being made because he wanted her last movie to be completed. Right? I mean, nice sentiment. Except now you're literally sure. working with the man who shot your wife. Little weird, little weird. Okay, so the thing is, the reason why that I believe that they they finally indicted him on this is because he claimed over and over and over again that he never pulled the trigger, that it just went off, and okay. then and then there was one expert that said at some point, yes, the gun was faulty, and all this other stuff, except. It wasn't faulty. They fucked with it in the investigation while they were looking at it, and then they ruled that it was faulty. Except somebody else came back after that. They're like, that doesn't make... It's a fucking single-action revolver. They only fire one way. There's no other way they fucking fire. You have to pull the hammer back and pull the trigger. Period. There's no other way that it accidentally goes off. If you've got the fucking hammer pulled, if you bump it really fucking hard, maybe. Or you throw it at the ground, maybe. But when you're holding the gun and pretending to shoot at someone, odds are you pulled the fucking trigger. Now, the thing is, it's not murder. It's involuntary manslaughter. Which, you know, because I can't prove intent. Murder, you have to prove intent, right? In this case, he is directly responsible in that he pulled the trigger of a weapon that was pointed at another human being and caused their death. That, that's just the facts of the thing. He was holding the gun. He pulled the trigger on the gun because they said the only way he could have fired is that he pulled the trigger. Now, as for the live ammo that was in the gun, that's where investigation is going to have to really be dug into. Because they found live ammo on him, like in his gun belt. There was, I think there was two round. there was one more round in the gun, I believe, and there was one or two on his gun belt. So they had dummies otherwise. Like, not even blanks, they had dummies. So they weren't even supposed to fire, as far as I know. They also know that in the, in the interim, they had a lot of problems on the production end because they had people quitting. And they were having to hire day laborers, a.k.a., unfortunately, either people straight coming over the border who barely spoke English and wanted a job. And these people were seen and reported to have been using the guns after hours to shoot at cans on the set. So someone brought in live rounds. Not saying Alec Baldwin did. Never going to accuse him of that. Someone brought in live rounds. Someone, naming, namely the armorer, should have known that someone was fucking with the weapons off hours and should have a million percent checked everything along the way to make sure that no live rounds made it into the fucking gun. And the thing is, on the day of this shooting, it was shortly after he had had a fight with this woman in particular 
about production problems and how he was pissed off at her one because she was taking more of a director's stance when she was just a you know mostly in charge of photography but he's she was telling him and other people what to do in the scene so that she'd get a better shot and so he was getting pissed off about that he was also mad about the production problems that were going on behind the scenes it was just a fucking shit show the production was a fucking shit show oh the other thing is and hopefully he doesn't actually get wrapped up in this, but they found another bullet in Jensen Ackles' uh, bandolier. So these dummy rounds and live rounds got mixed in across the board. So anybody who would have been using a dummy round or blank, whichever it was technically supposed to be, could have done this at any point during this shoot, assuming all other weird shit aside that Alec just for some reason didn't or killed her and thought he could get away with it because he was mad at her. So realistically, like all I want, the way I've always looked at it is he was not, he was innocent of murder unless you could prove he fucking killed her on purpose. He's known to be a hothead. He's known to fucking punch someone over a parking spot. He's known for calling his daughter a fat fucking pig on a voicemail He's had issues in the past, and he's been on God knows how many movie sh- movie sets with firearms training. But somehow this time, he accidentally killed someone he was in an active argument with. I'm not saying conspiracy, just saying there's a lot of shit going on that needs to be investigated properly. Not just swept under the rug because it's Alec fucking Baldwin. It's like, I don't yeah. care. It's like... and. Ricky's argument was, yeah, go after him because he's got millions of dollars. It's like, no, go after him because he pulled the fucking trigger. And yeah, go after everybody else along the line who should have prevented this from happening by all means. But that's, so, that's yeah, that, their case. That's where my mind is. It's like, yeah. well, because the initial thing that, or I don't even want to say initial thing, the thing that I've seen, at least a little bit that I've seen, uh-huh. and of course, it's more internet outrage. You know, when you see the story. Yeah. So I go to the comments because, you know, every so often somebody in the comments might have some sense to it but again this is early on in all of it so yeah you know we still don't know anything but all the comments were like yeah take him you know it was basically like take him down because you know he's a celebrity and you know fuck them and it's like i i don't know if that's really where our headspace should be maybe it should be let's investigate and find out what's going on because again i my limited knowledge it was like well he's on set he's in a movie and you know he pulls the trigger you know but was he responsible for anything else with the gun because the way that people were like kind of commenting and talking about it, i was like well he's responsible 100 percent. it's like I don't, I don't i don't know but what I mean, you just broke down yeah. makes a lot more sense to the overall narrative because it's like well there's a lot more to look into yeah. and you know with his history and yes it's possible but it's 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 the it's the it is a possibility. It's the. It's still not an insanely crazy possibility, because yeah. sometimes you've got that Hollywood fuck you money, and you might do something crazy, or something happens. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, like if you go back to like the Crow, you you're aware, you know, where that's a yeah. uh, uh, you know t- uh, teasers for an upcoming episode. Episodes uh, coming uh, in May. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Talking about cursed movies or uh, cursed uh, horror movies. So, um, but the idea is Alex. Alec apostrophe S production company was making this movie. They were over all of this and he was starring in it. 
and I think technically directing. How much more responsible do you need to be for all the shit that went wrong on your movie set? You know, you were the one who pulled the trigger of the bullet who killed the woman you were in an argument with because your production company sucks so bad that people were using the guns off off air to fucking shoot at stuff. It was like, yes, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, who is the armorer, she's got her own fucking case to deal with because, and if she gets rolled back into this as as negligent homicide, maybe, because her negligence would have led to this. So she handed the gun to an assistant PA, I think, or, well, assistant director of whatever. Either way, she handed it to another dude who handed it to Alec. So she went, gun's good. Even they said, it's a cold gun, which is not what you say. You don't say that shit. Lots of people said, that's not the, you don't even use that verbiage when you're doing this shit. There are specific things you say. The gun is clear, basically. So, Handed it to another dude. That dude checked it, handed it to Alec. Alec did not check it and then went into the scene, which they did multiple times. And this just happened to be the take. So she was trying to get him to do a specific take. He got pissed off and he's and there's crazy. There's footage of this. We actually know what happened in the moment. There is footage. The camera was rolling, but that footage has not been made public for obvious reason. It's good. It's evidence. It's like at this point. Because the camera was broken. And by the way, he shot two people. He just killed her. The bullet went through her and hit the guy behind her in the shoulder. So he wounded one person and killed another and damaged the camera in the process. So I'm sure if it had just hit the camera, deflected, and not killed anyone, then we know that this would be a completely different story. But I'm sure there would be a huge amount of outrage and investigation as to how this happened. But that's not what we got. We got an investigation, and then we got shit swept under the rug and excused when someone died and that's the only thing i'm worried about like unsweep it from under the rug and really look into how and why this shit happened they're never going to find who brought them ammo on set they'll never figure that out because they had so many strangers coming in for literally day laborers to come in and help with production that they probably didn't even keep records because hollywood's bad about that shit will it change laws regarding productions with guns sure it definitely will the crow did i mean the there's a sense of liability, you know, there for sure, because, I mean, again, it's this production company, it's director, yep. you know, th- there's a lot of points where it's like, look, you know, even if it's, you know, and it, and it gets weird because it's like, okay, let's say, you know, you own a company and then you just own the company, but there's a lot of other shit going on where your hands don't touch any your other hands shit. off 100 percent. Yeah. But. You, you know, you, you still own a company. You're still responsible to some degree on like, the, yeah. you know, you hire this person to hire that person to hire that person. You know, there's a chain that comes back. Yes. I mean, at some point we got to figure out, okay, there's a dead human now. Yeah. Like how, like how avoidable could this have been had you as, you know, the head of these things, yeah. you know, you know, covers your basis. Yeah. So, and, and that's why they, that's one reason why people excused it because they settled with the production company and they said, well, okay, that means Alec is just saying, Okay, cool. Here's they didn't even want money. I think there was a small monetary settlement just because. Like there wasn't like millions or anything like that. But the funny thing is, I was like, I thought there was a separate thing. Maybe this was just in my own head that that, that her parents were doing and her husband is the one who said, No, we're gonna just settle out and let it go. But like it's the it's actually the I think it's New Mexico, right? Yeah, New Mexico. It was the AG in New Mexico that said, We're not letting this go. 
Someone died, and we're not just going to let this shit go. So it was actually the state bringing this shit, not like the person, the family who fucking was injured in this, you know? And they had already gone back to start production on the movie again after everything had fucking cleaned up with the strike and all that shit. So it's like, okay. It's like, but I'm sure it was also in the middle of COVID. So there was all kinds of craziness going on like that, high stress environment, all that shit. So, I mean, at bare minimum, I mean, he probably will never see jail time. Let's be honest here. But if he is, if his actions resulted in the, his direct actions that he lied about to the fucking world. I mean, it's honestly, it's, it's, it's open and shut. If he goes, I never pulled the trigger. It fired on its own. And we have him on video in that exact moment from multiple angles, pulling the fucking trigger, literal case closed. Now, yeah, yeah. J- just on that. And I've argued, we argued with Ricky over and over and over again. He's like, how is he responsible? He just pulled the trigger. I'm like, <sighs> it's like, well, you pulled the trigger of a gun that killed someone. You're responsible no matter what. It's like, if you fought, if you just d- Mexican new year, fire a gun in the air mm-hmm. and that bullet will f- kill people somewhere. It happened. That's why it's illegal in Texas and probably elsewhere. Cause People were fucking dying just slightly outside the ghetto because the bullets were going up into the air and dropping down and killing them. It's like, but they had no source. It wasn't until later with a fuckload of investigation that they figured out what happened. And, you know, I think even Mythbusters did episodes on this, literally firing a gun straight up. Where's the bullet going to land? And they could see how deep it penetrated into the dirt, you know, at, at 100 feet, 40 feet, whatever. It's like, so... That's if you just blatantly fire with no target into the fucking air. I mean, if you have been tr- remotely trained on firearms, remotely, there are two things you know. Finger off trigger when you're not doing anything, and you only point the gun at something you wish to destroy. Whether like, If you have no intent to destroy whatever's over there, you don't point it at it. It's like it's down no matter what until you're ready to point it at the thing that you plan on destroying. Now, yes, the assumption that the gun had nothing in it that could harm anybody doesn't fucking matter. You teach your kids, if they're playing with a toy gun, you don't point it at people. I mean, I know Nerf guns are a thing, but they're kind, they're even still sort of trying to get away from it, or they make Nerf guns look as far away from a real gun as possible. So you can point a Nerf gun mm-hmm. at people. They still have triggers. They still have triggers, but the thing is, they that's why they started doing orange barrels. That's why they started doing... Nerf gun, Nerf guns look like toys, not like real guns anymore. Well, I mean, airsoft guns went the have, same route. You still have trigger discipline, though. Sure, you know, sure, sure. You, you still teach the the ideal of don't point at anyone that you're not shooting. Don't point it at you know, like we we have like plastic cups, you know, yeah. like the Dixie cups. Yeah, you know, we we shoot those down a lot here in the house. But mm-hmm. Sophie understands, you know, unless you're aiming to shoot those. That gun is pointed down. Your finger's not on the trigger yeah. unless you're shooting. I mean, and and we, you know we're not a a, a gun household, mm-hmm. you know. But it's still but your nerf gun ideal that for sure. Yeah, you know yeah. we have we have the nerf guns, and it's still the understanding. You know, yes, this Sa- is a toy. Safety first. But there are real things out there. Yeah. So you know, if you are in a position when you're older, there's a gun range around the corner from us. Yeah. You know, if we're there, mm-hmm. the rules still apply. Yeah. So and and so just just because we're revisiting this whole topic again. But the idea was he was basically pointing the gun at the camera that they're standing behind and pulling the trigger. 
And as far as we know, there was no type of shield or anything. Like in a lot of other productions, if there's anything that's going to be on in front of the gun, there should be some protection if that thing is capable of firing, period. Mm-hmm. If it is a plastic gun that has no moving parts or it's a cap gun that can't even take a bullet, period, fine. Because you know it can't hurt someone. This was an actual real working gun. That's the thing where they lost the whole plot early on was calling it a prop gun. It is not a prop gun. It was a real gun that was given. It was supposed to have prop bullets. It's like they should have been prop bullets, but it's a real gun. Also, because they had to go, they wanted authenticity because a lot of these things, they'll use blanks. So they have a fucking muzzle flash. But of course we know with, with uh, Brandon Lee, how well fucking blanks work, you know? That's what changed the industry back then. And now this is going to change the industry again. And maybe it should be changed because he fired a gun that could be fired, whether he knew that that was a real bullet or not a real bullet. He pointed a gun at people and pulled the trigger. So there's liability there no matter what at that point. If they were over here and somehow got shot with a ricochet, total accident. Because you you like at that point it bounces off the camera, ricochets over there, hits somebody. That's a total fucking accident. But the woman he's angry at and who's been pissing him off for however long it was taken to shoot this scene is right there, and he happens to pull the trigger, and it has a real bullet in it, and she dies. That looks really fucking shady. After everything else that has gone wrong, unfortunately, and I'm not accusing. Then, I'm saying this is what is there. Um, he also factor in, you know, he says, I didn't pull the trigger. And, yep. and you know, he said like, he didn't meet her. Uh, he said he, he didn't even know her, even though they had just gone to dinner two nights before that to discuss production issues. I mean, and that's just that's where it really, really gets that's, fucked up. Because it's like slippery. you're lying about stuff. What right else are you here. lying about? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, what else are you lying about? Why are you lying? Yeah. You know, and, they, and there's no good reason for and, lying. In, by any means and especially in this situation but it's like come on dude and then why the, are we fucking up the other part is and this was all reported and i'm gonna have to look back into the story because if whenever he was indicted a couple weekends ago it, it, the news is making the rounds again after taylor swift was so big so they're making making sure the news makes the rounds again that he's been indicted <laughs> it's like we're so focused on travis kelsey and and uh taylor swift we forgot about alec baldwin shooting someone um so the reason i remember it is because uh Phil posted it on Twitter uh, earlier. Um, But the idea also is that apparently he had no reaction. He didn't. It's like after it happened, he literally sees her fall down. The other dude fall down. People panic and rush in. And then he just walks away from the scene just nonchalantly, goes outside, gets half undressed from his things, and it's just chit-chatting on his fucking phone for like 40 minutes and then somebody finally comes to him and that's when he realizes he shot and killed someone like complete fucking disassociation from what just happened if that's true allegedly all the words to keep from being sued you know that's that was the report on the scene is that's what happened and then that's when he got on the phone with uh people be like oh yeah and also where the fuck like if you're using a gun of any sort on a on a scene should probably just have medical right there on hand. Maybe they did, but they're shooting inside a makeshift church for the scene. So it was also indoors, which is also sketchy because there's only a handful of people in there due to COVID. And all you have is your camera evidence. And oops, he shot the camera. 
because like I said, we know what happened due to people who were on scene and he shot an active camera. So we know what was going on right before it happened all the way up to the moment he pulled the trigger and probably after the fact. So whenever that comes out, I mean, like, I just want justice to actually be done and not for another Hollywood asshole to just get away with some shit. I mean, whatever that justice looks like, like, just let it be real. Let the justice system finally do something real for the first time in fucking four years, you know, instead of just making a show of things. It's like, because I feel like the first go around was a dog and pony show. And then you've got real people who are like, no, shit happened here. We need to fucking look at it, right? And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. That was, that was a real gun. It was it was fake. It was a fucking malfunction. It's like, no, it was real. This shit. Like, and then social media doing the handiwork. Like, like everything you said initially, you know, is like, yeah, that's everything that has been repeated for two years since it happened. He did that was like two and a half years ago that happened. That's the insane part. Yeah. Yeah. It was like almost, I oh, should say. I didn't even, you know, it, you know, the the story was out of my mind. I mean, it was barely there to begin with. Yeah. You know, not that I didn't care, but it's like not on my radar. So, you know, I see the headlines like, oh man, that sucks. Yeah. You know, keep it moving. But, you know, having it brought back now is just like, you know, there's a lot of details there that, yeah, there and, needs to be answers. You know, we need to understand. And, and it, you know, it really comes down to, you know, like you said, justice, but also like just what the fuck is going on? We need to understand what's going yeah, on. How here. did we get like, here? Why is this this way? Yeah. So and it's like the the uh, sheer the sheer level of negligence and uncaringness towards other people that allowed for a situation that somebody died so easily. You know, I don't know. It's just like because because haven't been able to talk about this stuff because I've been back all year. It's like it's like all year long I've been waiting to get back and do another episode. <laughs> as of January 29th. Um, but it's just like it, so many other things in the news. Yes, we are focused on Taylor Swift immensely. We are focused on the border down here in Texas immensely. But it's like, oh, hey, this story is still a problem over here. And I'm like, oh, yeah. What's going on with that now? Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of the weird thing about the news, though. It's there's so much well i mean but that's always been the world though there's mm-hmm. always been so much going on like you know i was talking to my friend Therese about this you know on saturday how you know you know the talk is always like the world is so dangerous now it's so much worse than it ever was that i was like no nah, no nah, i can walk down the street without being lynched it. you know my my wife not, and i not in texas we, no just kidding <laughs> well that's why we're not driving to Disney World when we go it's like I just don't I don't feel comfortable driving through some of those states down there just let her drive it be fine. nah I'm good we're just gonna fly which states don't um, I say it mm. North Carolina <laughs> mm. well, you just, know maybe just stay maybe near the south. just stay near know. the beaches you'll be fine um, no, nah, we are. Uh, yeah. But no, I don't. It, I don't like, know. With all the airplanes falling out of the fucking sky lately, are you sure? <laughs> nah, I'm alright. Okay. Because because we're talking be about right. we're talking about for this vacation coming up, whenever that might be, you know. Because like I told you, Jessica wants to go to Michigan, and I want to come up there and visit y'all. It's like, at this point, do I want to fly? Like. I was kind of on board with just saving the time before, but now we're seeing so many issues. And once again, we, things become hyper-focused. I get that. It is like, but how many problems in a row isn't a problem? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, engine failure, exploding on fire, tires fall off and one taking off. 
door explodes in the middle of flight. All this shit starts going wrong in like literally a three week period. I'm like, was it always this bad and we didn't hear about it? Or has it gotten particularly worse due to, in this case, lack of maintenance for some reason? You know, it's like, please give us a good explanation and quickly so that I can determine if I should fly or drive, you know? I feel like that's a thing too when we look at, you know, hyperfixation on certain things. It's like, are we hyper fixated on, you know, certain things? Or it's just like, like you said, it could just have been a problem all along. We're just like kind of focusing here. And also, like, I, I'm looking at my Clompton board here. And actually, we never got to this on the episode. I don't think I was drunk, but like <laughs> pessimistic, pessimistic, like, you know, reporting. Yeah, you know, just negative reporting. And this was specifically in sports, but I mean, just in all media, though, all it's media. like again, bad news is the news that sells. Negativity yeah. generates clicks. You yeah. know, versus like, hey, you know, you know, like let's point out the plays that are you know doing all right. It's like, and, well, that's most of them. Uh, yeah, so sh- you know, most most then, places are doing all right. But we hyperfixate yeah. on the places that aren't doing all right, and we make it seem, I say we, they make it seem that it's everywhere all at once, like a fun and, movie and, that and I still what, haven't seen. What happens is that everyone starts to get into this panic. You know, again, yep. I, I feel like the media, you know, politicians, whoever, you know, thrive off of the negativity and us being scared and fighting with each other. And it's like, yep. dude, and, you know, that yeah. that's... When I am looking at media, mm-hmm. like on on like Instagram or anything, it, it's really more so me looking at, you know, things that are relevant to the moment for me, whether it be sports, mm-hmm. whether it be jujitsu, whether it be, you know, comic book movies or comic books. And I'm still looking for, you know, how is this helpful? Whatever this information yeah. I'm taking in versus like, hey, let's shit on you know, the latest, some movie coming out, whether it be a comic book movie or, or not, let's shit on this movie. It's like, well, why are we shitting on it? <laughs> like, unless, like, maybe you don't like it. it as a reporter. Yeah. But maybe I'm going to, and, and that that's still my argument and, with the Marvels. It's like, yeah. people who didn't see the movie were shitting on it. It's like, and I'm I waiting. wanted to see it. I enjoyed it. I'm waiting. It's dropping February, February 7th. 7th. I'm waiting because I, I want to watch it, because, but I want to watch yeah. it at home. I mean, it, it came out at the yeah. time where I'm like, okay, I'm not really going to get to the theaters. And it was it literally, when I went to go see Godzilla, which was like the last time we talked was right after I saw Godzilla, it had literally just left. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I was like, damn it. I was like, I was like, I could have gone and saw it the next week, but that's when it left. I was like, shit. I was like, okay. Because I, w- I would have saw it in the theaters yeah. with two other people and been okay with it. Um, well, and, and Sarah enjoyed Ms. Marvel, uh, the, the series, so yeah. I wanted her to see it. So I was like, yeah, yeah. you know. But I've I also heard, told heard. her, too, like, I'm going to go to the theater to see it just because, you know, me, I was at work. And my guys, they're like, well, yeah, we want to see this. So I was like, all right, let's go see it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, there but, is, but yeah, the negativity just, it sucks. Sorry. Yes. That's no, all. no, you're right. I mean, that's we've been talking about a lot of that. I mean, and that was that was part of, that's somewhere in there, the Alec Baldwin situation played into it as well. Because yeah, yeah. Some people who just wanted the truth out of the situation or for it to be looked into deeply were treated as though they were just being Alec Baldwin haters. I was like, you know, the, and it was literally all the defenders, all the haters, once again, were coming down to hyperpolarization around it. And uh, I think we should be honest with ourselves as a nation. 2024 
is going to be a shit show of a year. If there was ever going to be a year that wasn't going to be a shit show, it would definitely not be 2024. I mean, we it's, it's January, and some of the most insane shit has happened already across the world that involves us, but then our own stuff. I mean, Texas is almost almost at the beginning of the civil war with the fucking federal government right now over just doing the law. That's it. That's it. Just comes down very, just follow the fucking law. Much like keep into your fucking bike lane, just follow the fucking law and we don't have to fight over anything. It's fucking weird. Ain't it? But, uh, what was the other thing I was, I had a fucking thought I wanted to ask you unrelated, but comes back to what you just said. Did you see Night Swim? The, Not yet. Okay. So I did want I do want to see it. Okay. So when you see it, I do want to well, I'll probably hear about it in one way or another. On one of the many shows you're on, I'll probably hear about it. Because I heard a I heard a com comedic review of it, but satire only goes so far. So my question is, is it as bad as his satire made it sound? Because it like the premise was neat, but they didn't go far enough but that happens sometimes so from what i'm hearing mm -hmm. it, it's i mean the horror genre gets weird because if you're if you're in the like fandom of the horror genre like i mean you're in it watching every horror movie that comes out you know and and you're just in all of the news you know you look at these movies as you know these are your movies so you're not looking at you know, like, let's take a, a movie like Malignant. I mm -hmm. personally did not like Malignant, but the horror community loved it. And, and I get it. I absolutely do. But, you know, you can take, let's say, Scream, for instance. You know, you can have an outsider come in and say, God, they're doing another Scream. It's so fucking stupid. Da, da, da. You get into the community and we're like, dude, like, yes, we agree. It's stupid. But, you know, th this is, again, our movie, just like a comic book movie or anything. Mm -hmm. But... It's like, I think, and I don't know who whoever did the review, if, if they're like a big horror fan. You it's know, a movie they, fan they in might. general. So he, po he, he, points, he points out the, he points out some of the absurdities of how movies come out if you distill the, distill the story down. How absurd things can be if you just distill it down to just what happens in a movie. Like, I, I oftentimes look at like, um, you know, folks that are like they, they just love movies or they're movie reviewers, but again, that's super broad yeah. versus like people who review horror movies. It's like, okay, so for instance, I'll, I'll use the Exorcist Believer mm -hmm. that that was a divisive movie, even yep. in the horror community, and looking at it just for like the positives of the movie, it's fine, it yeah. works. You look at it as a movie reviewer, as a movie. It's not fine. It does not work. It's a so, lot. Of, it's know, a lot you, of meh. At bare yeah, minimum, it's like a lot of meh. To, Go watch our review. Yeah, it, <laughs> Go watch our review of that movie well, if you haven't. I've actually been been kind of promoting it to a few people recently. Like uh, we did a review on it. Go check it out. But you know, it's one of those things where it's like you have to ask yourself as, as you hear a review of a movie and you want to see a movie. It's like, am I watching this for the entertainment of horror? or Am I watching this just for the sake of it being a movie? Yeah. Um, and, and it, 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 again, it's just a weird line. It's like, I watched some fucking dumb, 
dumpster fires of like horror movies, yeah. but you know, it was still entertaining mm-hmm. in, in the realm that it was. And but as a movie, I probably wouldn't just watch this as a like, oh, let's watch, you know, it's a wonderful knife. Let's not. But <laughs> oh, it's it's a Christmas horror. Let's sit down and watch a Christmas horror. Well, why not Krampus? We'll get to Krampus. That that's the grand finale. We're, we're, we're gonna, gonna focus on Krampus, night. but we're watching this bullshit right now to laugh. Yeah, we got to get to Krampus. You have to earn Krampus. (laughs) That's kind of true. I'm going to be honest. But there's people who don't like Krampus. I've heard some deep critical bullshit about Krampus. It's like, but having seen, basically seen the whole movie inside and out, I'm like, actually kind of a fucking cool movie in its own right. It's it's Um, really, really fun. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there was a bunch of Krampus movies all around at the same time, too. You know, just Hollywood doing Hollywood. But what was I just thinking? Oh, uh, so with Night Swim. I kind of want to see it because one, it, 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 it just, it's another haunted place genre movie, but uh-huh. it plays into a personal fear for me with water and swimming. So uh-huh. a part of me wants to watch it because I know that they're the jump scares will be for me. So like I, part of me realizes like, it's like it's almost like any of the un, like underwater movies or shit like that. Like mm-hmm. water is like one of my fucking phobias. Like I suck at swimming. I can swim, but I ain't great at it because I sink. So and then nearly drowning in a lake and then popping up out of the fucking water and everybody who was with me was gone. You know, personal oh. fucking horror story because they didn't see me fucking go over. Um, mm-hmm. And they kept going. And it was a few minutes later they realized I was gone and came back to find me. But uh, when I was underwater for however long that was, that was not fun at all. Uh, and I probably would have died if I had let go of the fucking uh, jet ski I was on. So, because um, I probably would have just gone whoop, straight to the fucking bottom of that lake. Just watch the fucking daylight disappear. You know, one of oh, God damn it, that in common I'm fucking creeping myself out. Uh, yes. But when I say it, it sounds less racist. Um <laughs> I always have to defend myself. It's like, look, motherfucker, I can't swim. I'm just not good at it. <laughs> like, don't like that stereotype's not completely true. It's like yeah. I, I can do it. I'm just I I have trauma because I I too had an incident in a pool as a kid. I got stuck under um, inner, you know, not, not like you know a donut in a tube, but you know, like the yeah, f- I know what you mean. Joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got stuck in a corner, and it's a pool full of kids, and they don't know I'm under there. Yeah. See, like for me, and I'm I'm in a panic. I. I that out yeah. but obviously i'm here but yeah no I this is pools. just this is hell now see i'm okay with the pool it's water that i can't see the bottom so o- ocean so the same way yeah ocean lakes rivers in a case but that's moving water which is terrifying in a different way um uh-huh. but just the idea that i don't know that i can get myself out it's like you put me in a house with a psycho I'm going to find something and I'm going to beat the shit out of that person or get my way out through the fucking wall with an axe if I have to. You put me in a lake with a ghost that's trying to drown me, I'm fucking dead in three seconds because I'm not going to stop that shit. I need my holy life preserver. Um, Or my I need the shirt I, I, that I said we're going to make. <laughs> I'm petty and you started I, this. I, you may have you may have heard this ultimatum question. I've I've seen it online, and uh, my friend's boyfriend asked me this last night. Okay, um, if you're in a mall, yeah, and you're being hunted actively by a, you know basically you're in a mall, and which would you rather be actively hunted by, one single gorilla or seven black mambas? 
I saw this online. I was like, eh. I, I had an answer, and then you know, talking last night, I still stand behind my answer. Like, I mean, it was for, like for me, the snakes, because you can kill the fucking snakes or avoid them a lot easier than a gorilla. It's like I can't fight a gorilla, but I can probably catch a snake by the head and fucking, you know, whatever. I've I've handled a lot of snakes. So I forgot you're in Texas. <laughs> like, okay, it's not a Texas thing. I had a friend who was a herpetologist. <laughs> However, okay, okay. it's a mall. I'm going to assume it's Texas. Well, look at it this way. It's a mall. There's a machete somewhere. <laughs> so That's fair. It's That's like, fair. if I get any type of garden tool, I can defend myself versus snakes because odds are snakes ain't working together, which means they're coming one at a time. They ain't fucking raptors. But a gorilla outside of a fucking double or 12-gauge shotgun with slugs that bitch is killing me no matter what I try to do because it's a fucking gorilla. Unless it's a female gorilla, in which case it's probably, you know, a slightly better fight. But, you know, a snake, I mean, literally, once you've got the head, it can't do anything to you. It's like a gorilla, it don't matter. You could have it by the head, but it's got you by the body. <laughs> now, well, now, I, I now you say like black mama. But here's here's a here's a, a better alternative to the black mambas because venom be what it is, it still has to bite you. If it's a fucking green anaconda, which is gonna fucking you know the ultimate BJJ fucking masters, that bitch is gonna strangle you till you fucking die unless people know how to get out of a fucking uh, constrictor, then they do how to avoid a fucking bite. It's like there is a way to do it, but you got to fucking think fast to manage it. Yeah. 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 So and also, you know, as long as you don't going off on that, pythons bite and pull their fucking food in. So they'll suffocate you, but they also have rear facing teeth to grab and pull food in other other uh, constrictors don't have that. That's a python thing for the most part, unless I'm misremembering my snake history. Um. But uh, so if it's a python, they're going to fuck you up. They're going to bite you and it's going to hurt. And then they can't they'll hold on to you with their mouth and then you're kind of fucked. But they're also not that big. A an anaconda can swallow an entire fucking 15 foot alligator. So what do you do when a fucking apex predator is killed by something else? You know, always have a knife on you because there's two ways out of it. Play dead. So it swallows you fast. And then you knife your way out. Or once it wraps you up, you always have your knife here so you can just and then get your way out. So you kill the living rope. However, gorilla, it's just going to snap you in half and smash your head on the rocks. I think, well, I I chose the gorilla. And my reason being is... And not because, hey, I can find absolutely by no means am I trying to square up with any animal, period. Yeah. Like, I don't want to fight no animal. My thing is avoidance and knowing where it's at. And also for for the gorilla, it's like, well, my question is, why is a gorilla actively hunting me? Obviously territory or you fucked with its children or mate. And and those things being off the table because I'm not messing with. Again, look, I'm this is a here, weird not... zoo probability. It's a weird <laughs> zoo attached to the mall. This is a horror movie. Uh, snakes or apes. So, and, and you get so, one you side know, of the mall is a gorilla. The other side of the mall is the snakes. And which side are you on? And we keep checking in with the survivors. 
so yeah, my issue with the snakes is like just snakes, period. Yeah. Like I don't know where they could be. Now it's seven of them versus if it's one of them, I'll, I'll take the one snake. It's seven of them. It's like okay, they, they, you know, I don't know where these motherfuckers are. And again, they're not working as a team, but still, yeah. you know, they're moving. But it is a versus mall. the gorillas. Like look, it, it man, there's a, there's so resources. There are resources. So and you know that's the thing. I that never came into the the things like hey, are am I allowed to use weapons? Because yeah, let me just go to Bass Pro Shop and yeah. Or I, I, or put yeah, on ten, put on ten pairs of fucking jeans. It can't bite you. Like, what are you worried about? Put, just cover yourself in a fuckload of leather. It's gonna suck for a bit, but you can get out of the mall. True. Yeah. Like, but if you if, honestly with no re- empty mall, no resources. I mean, still the snakes probably. I mean, I think yeah. If you if you know how to handle the snakes, but but also anti venom is a thing. Anti-gorilla bashing is not a thing. <laughs> well, if you're in an empty mall and chances are there's no. But assuming that connect, as soon as it's you know, over, you can get medical attention in theory. I'm just saying at least there's anti-venom. <laughs> but also, why are the snakes hunting you? Snakes don't hunt. Well, they they well, lie in wait. I mean, that goes both ways. Are, are like, you treating well, them like I, grenades? I, like they're waiting for you at strategic position to pop out? It's like, it's weird, these hypothetical questions, because yeah. it's like, well, I mean, again, my whole thing is with the gorilla. It's like, well, I mean, I don't see why the gorilla would really be fucking with me unless you, like you said. I mean, you're, they're predators know. in a way. So, I mean, they're, they're kind of a predator. They're mostly lazy, but they also fight for dominance. Yes. If you're, again, yeah. you know, in their territory. And Which like, well, is the mall would- at this point, apparently. Hmm. So, I mean, I mean, why else is it? Like, why look, is it in the mall? I mean, why? It's like I get why I might be in a mall. Why is the gorilla there? Is this a King Kong gorilla, situation? Like, why, like, like the snakes, even I could say, okay, maybe there's a pet smart. Yeah, and no, yeah, know. snakes make sense. They sell those in malls. Why is there a gorilla? It has it has to be a King like Kong gorilla, situation, or it's, it's a, like yeah. Why is this gorilla just like haphazardly, you know, just I mean, hanging on the mall, just you know, walking around? May, may I don't know Christmas time, you know, like. I don't know. Use some fucking sign language. Get rid of this motherfucker. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, they respond to that, they, right? The other, am I the specious? Um, so the other thing is, is that in theory, if you know enough at all, you could. There's ways, much like with a bear, that you could probably get it to not kill you. You know. However, if it if 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 the rules are it's coming to kill you, you just need to avoid it or defend yourself then the president is set that it's going to kill you no matter what you do, unless you kill it first or get out within by daylight, I guess. Cause apparently I, my mind went, this is overnight only like the, the power is out in the mall. You have flashlights and whatever you can find. And there, this would actually be a fun oh. little quick game. Yeah. I don't like it being dark. I, I'm, I'm already afraid of the dark and now there's predators in the dark. Okay. So, I'm, I'm so not into this. So just mood lighting then, just like any other horror movie where shit goes wrong, you've only got the basic level of lighting that somehow lights the entire scene, yet they pretend it's pitch black. So that's what you actually have. I'm still not comfortable now. Like, I didn't say you were comfortable because there's a fucking gorilla coming to kill you. There's no such thing as comfortable. What do you get? You know what you do? You know what you do? You know where he's at. Do you know how you know how you get around this? You go to the love sack store and you just fucking pile under a few love sacks until he gives up because he won't find you. 
Because yeah, if you go yeah, in there, he'll lay on the love sack. Well, he'll lay on the love sack and immediately just lose all his rage or get completely distracted. So until someone comes to wrangle the gorilla or you die of suffocation, you're good, right? I mean, this, what other way out is this? I mean, like, go to the pet store, grab a, grab a puppy to give him because hopefully he'll just get distracted by the cute puppy. You know how they are. You just hand him a cute animal. That's yeah, usually females. like tiny. That's more like females. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Females like the other animals to cuddle, especially if they've lost their own uh, uh, baby for some reason. But silverbacks, yeah. well, you're, you're just kind of fucked if they want to kill you. Let's be honest here. Lions, so, you can yeah, probably that, get around. Last night, that's what, you know, like, um, cause what was it? I, I don't remember what they're they're both because they both had opposite answers too. Yeah, and I was just like, look, man, my whole the whole point of this game to me is like being able to see the predator and avoid the predator. Okay, just know where that motherfucker is, and I want to be as far away from it as possible. Uh, you know, snakes are smaller though. They're, they're they're they are smaller. I mean, I granted or, granted a visibility problem. Well, if it's dark, that's a bigger issue for me. Yeah, versus if it's light. You know, not as big of a problem, but it's still a problem with it being smaller. But at the end of the day, I mean, how snakes, about I just don't go to the mall? Snakes, I hate the mall anyway. Snakes can't go upstairs. Ooh, good call. Oh, here's an idea. Uh, if it has an elevator, just get in the elevator and get it stuck between the two floors. In theory, I mean, a gorilla could probably get in, but it would be difficult. The snakes couldn't get into the elevator unless it's like very well vented. In which case, it'd probably be one at a time that you could deal with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also think too is like again, you know, I'm hiding. If I'm in the elevator, yeah, a gorilla probably can't get in. But I mean, also, does it know I'm in there? I mean, Maybe, I, you know, in my mind, it's a serial killer that knows where you are at all times, except if you somehow hide behind the indefensible blanket for some reason. That it's just like, for some reason, it can't and, see through cotton. It's it's really weird. And and actually, that's also another thing. I was like, well, why am I in this mall after hours? And and it's, you know, there are a lot more questions to this. Fuck that question. It's stupid. It's stupid. Because like, I love now, this. It's like, the, why am I this here? whole thing is absurd. It's like, why am I at this mall and I'm by myself? It's like, fuck this. Sarah would yeah. probably be with me. It's like, yeah, it would be- I'd, I'd be with friends. I I'd, or honestly, I wouldn't be there. I don't like the mall to begin with. Who does? I think when when. Oh, when you called? No, I was at the library when you called me. Uh-huh. I was like, I think I went to the mall after you called me just for lunch. And then, le- like, we literally went in, grabbed food, sat down, ate, and got the fuck out of Dodge. Food court. Lose them at the food court. Just throw all the fucking food at them and distract them and hope for the best. Very true. At least See, a gorilla. Assuming that it's that it has any normal instincts and it's not just must kill Dante. If it's If it's like Terminator, if it's a Terminator gorilla, I mean... It is just a, a hiding game because I always assume that there's a time limit on these things for whatever that time limit might be. My brain immediately went, this is overnight for some reason. When people come back to the mall at 7 a.m. and the, the sun is out and they unlock the door, they're going to see a wrecked-ass mall, blood everywhere, a headless gorilla with only one arm that I blew up somehow with shit that I made from things around the mall. Or I'm walking out with seven black mamba belts. Um you or know. here's the thing, hide long enough for when they open the doors in the morning, that gorilla sees them. Yeah, but They're then like, that that's Oof. only but that's only the second act. Because you know if your rescuer kills you, that's only the second act. 
You know the rules of fucking horror movies, Dante. Come on. You know there's still a Maybe whole we act. We talk about sequels here. We talk <laughs> no, about sequels. No, we're not going into sequel games here. <laughs> sequel is when you realize you there was a... Sharknado? No, no, no. There are six of them. <laughs> no. The sequel is, is that... Gorilla. The sequel is that you didn't know about the other gorilla that was sleeping the whole time or the cluster of eggs that was laid secretly in literally Victoria's secret, which is why it's the thing. And one of the snakes was named Victoria. Look, I write good movies. I write good movies. This is is where the sequel comes from. And we could, we could make this, we could, we could make this and sell it to fucking Amazon for $30,000 and it could be (laughs) up there and be better than sharks from the corn or sharks of the corn. All right, buddy. But yeah, we got to wrap up. I know you got time and I got to, get to the uh Ooh. yep i'm watching the clock i'm i'm good for you there but uh i i have men's group to get to here shortly and the wifey will be home well hopefully any minute now we'll see if I, it's nice if i get to see her on my way out you know for five seconds i was gonna come home at nine o'clock and be like well, how was your day and then we go immediately to bed so either way it was good this is good getting back to the potting i haven't done it in a while and it felt good and it was good to sit down yeah, and talk yeah. with you it, it, it's good to talk like normal stuff and not just to like don't get me wrong i love football i love sports but sometimes i need <laughs> to just talk other shit yeah. with like people that are just like okay yeah let's bring this to the table yeah and and, and carry the conversation on not just like kind of like well i don't like this so this is it and let's move on it's like well no no there's more to this there's more to uncover so yeah. thank you for that and thanks for having me on oh of course man always it's like you're 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 my you're my only co-host now. <laughs> I always make the joke. I'm gonna I'm 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 going to put out a call soon. Careful, buddy. Monday is my my new treadmill day. So I was thinking about that on my way home. I was like, shit, I'm not gonna get the run tonight. Nah, so run on the pod. I, there we go. That's what we should do. The, Running pod. I'll go get. I'll go down to the treadmill <laughs> in the in the gym because the Wi-Fi works down there, and we'll just pod on the treadmill. Well, I have an exercise bike uh, in my room. Yeah. Actually, I might start doing that, just potting from an exercise bike. You'd be like, <laughs> like it's just like a little bit of breath the whole time. It's like, well, this is gonna be a bitch to edit. It's like, like well, okay, hey, I'll Johnson, go do the same. Question for you. Yeah. You start asking questions. Like, okay, so. Okay, no, it would be great to do a ho- the horror podcast that way. So it sounds like you're running from somebody the whole time. <laughs> I don't. I mean, we're 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 trying to do some some new things with with so you like horror this year. So maybe. Go. So so you like running? Um, <laughs> no, so, I don't. <laughs> no, no, I don't either. I can't run. I can walk really fast, but I can I could even do a sprint, maybe if my knees will he- handle it. But I can't run. I used to run like a motherfucker. Now I can't. I can just walk really fast. I'm good at speed walking, and my, my joints can't handle that. I'm too fat. But anyway, guys, go ahead and uh, like and subscribe to all the things. Of course, my link's down below. All the Shoki channels are there. Uh, the live stream channel's been growing. I've been gaining more Patreon people. In fact, uh, Wednesday, we have a Patreon call, so that'll be a lot of fun. Sit down doing a bonus one because January's a long month. Uh, so we got some new people I'm hoping will actually come and join in. I'm going to open it up to all the people so they can come and decide if they want to actually pay me to come and do the thing. So either way. That's been a lot of fun. That's what I've been doing mostly through the last couple months is hanging out with those people. It's basically our own little private podcast. It's only just for the for the Patreon. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and nice. then I'm getting back to reviewing stuff. So a bunch of reviews are about to crop up there on the Shoki Reviews channel for the first time in two fucking months. Mm-hmm. Um, all Transformers related. And then at some point I'm going to be building some models here. 
and then I didn't mention it, but the tra- the second or the full on trailer for the new Ghostbusters movie dropped today, and it looks. They gave a little too much away in the trailer. I'll be honest, like they always fucking do. But I'm gonna go see it. Like the the original teaser trailer was kind of cheesy and like mm, doesn't give you enough. This is like here's the story. I'm like okay, cool. So I'll go watch it because I'm I'm a, I'm a dork for Ghostbusters. Plus, they're gonna show off all the new shit that you're gonna be able to buy this year because we made new things finally. In the first time in fucking thirty years, they made new things. Um, but they did show off one cool thing I wanted to mention just real quick that I thought was awesome that the toys gave it away. They actually created a flying drone trap so now they can catch ghosts in the fucking air. I was like, nice. that's fucking cool. I was like, way to bring it into the modern fucking day. So that's actually cool. Without making something new. They're just taking what was old and putting new shit on top of it in a good way without seeing the movie. So once again, coming down to the uh, positivity, I could be really pissed off that Bill Murray is so involved because I still hold Bill Murray accountable for the fact that Ghostbusters was ruined for so long. But um, I'm not. I'm just happy that we're getting new Ghostbusters. We're getting an original story. For the first time, nothing based off old bullshit. We're getting away from Gozer. We're getting away from all that. And the, we get Slimer back. But for a new generation for him to terrorize. So, fun. Baby Zone. So Perfect we'll be thrilled. I, yes, excellent. So, anyway, guys, we'll see you next time. And with that, okay, bye. Bye-bye. Rolling up over black Cadillac High heel boots and a sexy body full of tats